Let's start episode 97, which is part two of our Game of the Year debates. Last week, things got heated. I mean, Kyle's dead, so this is just a hologram of Kyle now. Yeah, it's a memory um, They spent that Tupac money to get me here. We've just, we've just programmed it to constantly vote for Lost Judgment for every category. And, uh... Lost Judgment, and I'm like... Phasing in and out, phasing. <laughs> so, uh, Lost judgment. Of course, last week we talked about our favorite indie or small games. We kind of explained how we were going to define that. We kind of discussed it and agreed on it and then made our list there. So you can go back and listen to that. Also, our favorite Nintendo game. Pretty decent Nintendo year. Um, I think it's actually fair to say that of each of the consoles, they each had a pretty solid year in their own right for different mm -hmm. reasons. Um, so tonight we're going to talk about our favorite PlayStation exclusive. And then well, that's how we're going to wrap things up. We'll also rank together our favorite story of the year so favorite narrative in a game from this year so that'll be interesting too um but we also have some personal lists of favorite music maybe we have a couple of clips to play of why we might like a certain song or a certain soundtrack maybe a few examples here and there um and then uh, one of our favorite categories that started last year i think uh swimming in sevens and yes. in honor of derek who can't make it tonight he might who knows he might jump on later but i think he can't make it tonight um, we also want to call this Swimming in Derricks, which sounds mm -hmm. dirty, but also it honors him. I have own. an image for you, by the way, Tim. I'll put that in the uh, in the thing. Please. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. Well, we'll make sure to add that. Swimming in Derricks does not sound family friendly. All right. So we are. <laughs> I mean, he's Derek. So <laughs> sounds like a name of a club Swimming of a certain kind. Of does not sound good. Um, but we'll talk about our favorite games. And th the idea there is, hey, it's a game that I admit objectively maybe not the best game and it might not get all the love in the top 10 but boy do i like this game for xyz reason and we'll talk about those um they don't have to be mediocre i the way i did it was i actually looked through them um i started with like what are some metacritic 60s and 70s that i actually liked so i started there and then i just kind of went outside of my top 10 like what else did i really like that didn't crack my top 10 so we've got a few of those um and i think that's it and after that we've got some things we're watching and playing we might have a little time to talk about some news but let's jump right into our favorite music in video games from 2021. A lot of good soundtracks this year. A lot of good um, licensed songs as well in certain games. One in particular that I'm thinking of. But some amazing original scores. Really, really good. Um, so who wants to go first? Do you already have your list ready? And I can even look up a couple of song samples while you're telling us about it. Anyone, anyone want to go? Yes, maybe. Somebody? Uh, my list is ready, but I don't want to go first. <laughs> you don't. I, I mean, then I'll go. I'll go. I guess. Thank um, you, brave Dan. I know. So I am so stunning and brave. Stunning. <laughs> um. So, I Guardians, which is probably what you were talking about, would be on my list, but I don't count. Uh, I don't count it because of a uh, licensed tracks. So. That's fair. You That's should fine. count it. The score itself is actually really no, good. No, it is. It is. But quantity-wise, compared to the other games, which have their own soundtracks original soundtracks i just kind of there is an there's an hour-long original soundtrack to that game uh, that's fine on like, and all on the like star Lord songs stuff. are really good yeah no of course the theme is just, really good i was just trying to choose other things because obviously yeah. it's borrowing the license track so it kind of elevates it more you know what i mean it's in my honor really solid list too yeah mm -hmm. I, I'm uh it. number five uh is artful escape because that's pretty much what that game is entirely about is mm -hmm. about music and just like the um the kind of like solo, not solo, but like kind of freestyling guitar bits that you can throw in with the actual music yeah, that's dude. playing during the stage yeah, is super man. fun. Um, and somehow yeah. it all still sounds amazing no matter what you hit yeah. and when. Mm -hmm. It still sounds great. Yeah, it looks great too. Um, 
I had to double check some of the music because, well, I beat Returnal, you know, a while ago, months ago. Forget so yeah. I didn't uh, quite remember the music, but I thought I remember really liking it. So I listened to a couple of the tracks, especially the boss fights. Um, mm. Some really cool epic like synth stuff um, with the boss fights. Um, so that actually has some pretty solid music if you're into kind of more the electronica type of stuff. So is that your so- number four? Yes, that's number four. Oh, okay, cool. Um, three, I did uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits. There's a lot of really good orchestral stuff in there. I'm, yeah. a, I'm just a sucker for for that sort of thing. Um, I did finish it, uh, yes, no, yesterday, day before. Yeah. So towards, at the very end, it, you know, there's some good emotional stuff in there too. Um, even though there's just not a lot of story moments that you can kind of latch onto, but the parts that are there, are very emotional and moving so i really i really enjoy those um number very cinematic two, music in yes K- in Kena. yeah yeah, yeah absolutely well that's kind of that was their background right didn't they do just kind of not video game animated stuff prior to that either you or i think if you, a couple of you guys had, yeah. had explained that to me like they didn't come from a background this is their first video game full-fledged yeah. right game. Yeah. right so it yeah it makes sense when you're playing that game and hearing the music and everything um number two i did bravely default two just some yeah, good, crazy, solid yeah. RPG stuff. I mean, honestly, just like the main battle theme is is like goat. It's just, I, I it's throw, just I throw awesome. it on quite often. That was um, actually have too, a pal. me too. Let me let me go ahead and uh, just real quick. I'll play like what was it? Ten seconds. I'm yeah. allowed. Yeah. To the uh, this is just the regular battle theme. I think I played it for you guys a second ago. I, I'm the same way, Kyle. This is on my. I actually have a playlist on Spotify of just video game soundtracks from 2021, and that one's on there. And but when it comes on shuffle, I can I can always recognize that sounds like a Square game, and, it, and yeah. it's, it's great. Yeah, it just has this really fun, like fast um, beat to it. It's just I don't know, it's just really good. Um, yeah, and there's there's um, a boss one too, but I'll just skip that one because I'll just kind of keep it to that one. Are you sharing? Because we can't see or hear it yet. Oh, yeah. No, I played it a second ago. Did you not catch it? Or? Nope, didn't hear it at all. God gotta, damn it. You just you tested gotta, it a second ago. You yeah, screen. but you were sharing your screen when you tested it, and I don't you know. Share, screen, screen. share computer sound, yeah. Okay, well. Good old Skype. Yeah. We're doing it. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> Thanks, Elon Musk. Now, can you hear it now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, all right. This is the, um, sorry, this is the regular battle theme. Yeah, it's just it's just super fun, right? You just kind of yeah. like like you get pumped, like you want to fight somebody. I guess so, man. Especially when what you hear say? it for thirty hours. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> you know, you're listening to anime music, watching those anime movies, all right? So yeah, but it's it's different. It's not. So okay. was that was that your number that was one? Generic. Yeah, no, I that's said number it. two. <clears throat> oh, okay. My number one is probably a little obvious, because uh, Final Fantasy VII Intergrade did come out in 2021, oh, and I mean. It's literally a fact that Final Fantasy music is the best video game music out of all video games. I mean, that's just a fact. So I don't know if you guys are aware of this. <laughs> I mean, I would agree Jeff's with that, face. to be honest. Yeah, you're <laughs> sharing us. It's just really funny to me. Um, yeah, you, are, you are sharing the Skype screen right now. It's really yes. So um, there's, there's a lot of new tracks in Integrate for the Yuffie DLC, but I wanted to really quick just like play. So there's a, um, the boss theme is called uh, Those Who Fight Further. So in 7 Remake, when you're fighting um, the Airbuster, this is what it sounds like. 
this, they use a lot of drums and guitar in this yeah. particular version, and it just sounds super epic. <clears throat> There's a boss fight in uh, the Yuffie DLC where it's just strictly orchestral. I kind of like this one a little more, but it, it kind of depends on my mood. I mean, the guitar and drum one is really cool too, but this is just like the orchestral one that they use in the um, the Yuffie DLC. So it just it it's a little bit different because you know it's it's for full orchestra as opposed to well I mean with the other one it's orchestra but that there's a lot of emphasis on the drum and um and guitar but uh yeah it's just I love Final Fantasy love the Final music Fantasy is like top of the food chain in terms of like music and stuff like that so sure a- absolutely that's low hanging fruit for sure it's awesome it is yep. and I and I just gobble up that fruit Kyle it's rah, rah. good fruit yeah that's why it's hanging <laughs> low. all up in my mouth all right. up in my mouth. Get it all in there. It is. <laughs> That's what she said. Doesn't sound great, but good choices, ah. good picks. Hit play again. Thank you. Um, all right, Jeff. What about you? What are some of your favorite tunes oh, from this year? Um, honorable mention because I didn't really play the game. I just played the demo, but the music impressed me this much is uh, "Tales of Arise," which apparently Dan hates. Um, I didn't, no. Did you mention it? I don't remember you mentioning it. I didn't. I had it on my list, but then I wanted to put Returnal in there because I thought that kind of deserved a nod. Oh, I yeah. wanted to do okay. something a little different since I had 7 Remake already on there <clears> and yeah. Bravely gotcha. Default. So. Um, I, I didn't really rank these, so I'm just going to do rank them on the fly. Uh, so number five, I put uh, Life is Strange True Colors. Um, I think that I think that curating music and putting it together, especially music that nobody knows, is really important to these games because uh, it's mostly like indie bands and stuff like that or internet, whatever, YouTube musicians, whatever that means. Um, so uh, I really think they did a good job with that. And even then, there's some stuff like there, there's a if you feel free to I'm not going to subject anybody to it, but feel free to look up like Charlotte's Anger, for example. That's one track where. It's almost kind of doing like this reverse uh, string sound or something. Mm. Kind of like uh, if you're familiar with Radiohead, the spinning plate song, where it's like it's doing like a reverse sound. It sounds like it's it legit sounds like spinning plates because it's some type of synth sound that's re- playing in on reverse. Mm. Um, it's kind of doing that during her like whole anger bit. And then, you know, time freeze, time freezes because you have to make a choice and stuff like that. Um, so that music is playing in the back. Like some of the score is actually pretty good. It's just more passive. It's not as upfront as um, some other games. Um, so uh, next is, I, I mean, I love Guardians of the Galaxy score. Like I feel like that game has more score than licensed music. Uh, just again in the background going on, and the actual theme uh, with all the battles and stuff is like just fantastic. It's like it's on par with like what the Spider-Man games did and, and what the Marvel movies have done mm. in terms of score. Like, it's just that good. Very epic. Um, and uh, next I have uh, Kana, Bridge of Spirits. Fantastic score, already been touched on. Uh, but uh, it's it's really cool how it kind of like, kind of borrows a lot of sounds from different cultures and stuff. Mm. I don't know, yeah, I yeah, get yeah. like some type of like, Tibetan tri- vibe tribal, or something. Right? Like, kind yeah, of yeah, tribal, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tibetan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the kind of vibe I get. Like it's almost like monks are playing uh, some some instruments or something. Uh, is that racist of me to, to say that? Sure, yep, probably. Yep. I don't know. On some level, could be. Already getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Anybody could be a monk, right? I mean, no. Yes, I don't know. Mm. It's true. I mean, look Ace at Ventura was a monk it. at the beginning of the yeah, movie. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Ace say. Ventura did it. Magruba did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 
John C. Riley did it in one movie. I can't remember which one it was though. Was it Anger Management? Anger Management. That's so we've right. named the three smartest characters in film. <laughs> Got it. And yeah. whitest. Yeah. So my top two, my, I mean, my number two is Psychonauts 2. I'm just, the more and more I play that game, each each level has like its own music pretty much designed for it. Yeah. And all of it's fantastic. Like if you, specifically if you go to like the bowling alley uh, part, um, uh, where, what's the guy's name um, that you're trying to auto, I think? Is that Otto's brain that you're trying to, yeah, his personality so. that you're trying to unite into, he has three different personalities and you're trying to, Put him back together again, make him whole. But there's one part where he's in a bowling alley, and it's kind of like got like a smooth jazz type score going on. And I'm like, no other level is like this. It's so cool. Um, yeah, the score just felt felt like something out of a Pixar movie or something. It's just incredibly well done. And my number one is Artful Escape because that entire game is music. So like that's the entire like <laughs> conceit of that game is like the music is the most important part of it, and they freaking crushed it. It's so interesting. There are certain sounds in that game that. I mean, I don't think you're going to find in any any other game, TV show, movie, yeah. like, across the board uh, from, from last year. So it's really cool. It is. Well, I've got um, – let me see if I've got it pulled up here. That part with um, the mail. So cool. See if I can find a good example from Artful Escape because that's on my list too. Not at the top, but Dan had it on his list. You've got it top of yours. <clears throat> And it's, God, it's they tough, have a lot of music. Yeah, it's, it's tough great. to find a good example because yeah. a lot of it is very ambient, and it's yes. kind of mm-hmm. it's meant to be able to easily loop and have things added in. It but picks up more in the middle sometimes, or like kind of towards the end, right? Yeah, there are some pretty cool ones though. So I might jump into the middle of one here. Let's try uh, the theme for Mountain Ridges. I'll just jump ahead a little bit. So this is happening while you're running and jumping and playing guitar. Yeah, and if you play, if you play, if you press X or whatever, it plays like a guitar solo over that. Yeah, that just fits perfectly. Ah, uh, so pretty, so good. And if if you hold it right, he does like the long strum, and it's just like, and it like stretches out like. Really? It, good. Yeah, that's true. It does. Well, I mean, yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on the part of the game that you're at. Sure, sure, sure. Sometimes sure. it'll be like. Press all these buttons, and yeah, right. It's really yeah, just yeah. five strings that you're playing, like five yeah, yeah. notes on the guitar you're pressing. So I'm just doing the same note over and over again. Sometimes like, ring, 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 ring. Dude, when I when I started that game, I really did think it was gonna be super indie acoustic, like folksy. So, and I had no That's idea. That's how I got you. That's definitely. It, how I had I got no you. idea it was yeah. gonna go into this epic sci-fi space rock opera. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Well, it's, it's the crazy. conflict in them with the with the past. Um, I loved it. it. Uncle or what? I can't yeah. even remember. No, yeah, you're right. It's like his uncle was Bob Dylan. Yes, Dylan, yes, yes, and, yes. And he died. So this the con- the uh, a Bob Dylan struggle. knockoff for the games world, sure, I guess. Right. But uh, but he was so basically everybody's expecting him to just be folk, just be Sean sure. Lennon or whatever, just do the folk thing, uh, just like your dad or whatever, uh, uncle. Uh, and yeah, I I love that whole arc. It, it really resonated for me because uh, I was in the middle of questioning my own musical identity. Where uh, you know I'm over here writing acoustic tracks and. Every time I go into the studio, producer's inclination is to just go, let's just record it. And we record it, and it's just live band acoustic. That's it. It's just straight. There's no changes to the music. Yeah. So uh, it was like during the last year or two that I was like, all right, let's not imagine. Okay, I'm recording a demo, and it's acoustic, yes. But we're not going to do a freaking acoustic song. <laughs> like, imagine it's a pop song. And my, my, once I told my producer that, he was like, got it. And he was the one that was like, let's do some synth here, blah, blah, blah. So I was going through my own little whatever 
cocoon butterfly thing, whatever you yes. want to call it. <laughs> During that beautiful, game. The, a beautiful butterfly. The musical expertise of a really good studio producer is <clears throat> cannot be overstated. Like they For real. Un, their understanding of music, even if they aren't the best instrumentalist or vocalist, that doesn't matter. Yeah. They're understand, the good ones. The understanding ones, of music yeah. is unbelievable. The so, guy I go to, he's my friend because I've known him for years, but it's, but this is like my first time going to him. I've known him for over a decade. This is my first time going to him for for my own stuff. I've been yeah. in the studio with him recording other band stuff. I um, gotcha. Nice. And uh, so, I mean, he's like 50 an hour, and which is actually a pretty good bargain for what mm. he ends up giving me. And you guys have heard the songs that he's been giving me. Yep. He mixes and masters those. He does Some pretty funky job. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that last song I showed you guys, which hasn't come out yet, it's coming out next month. We got um, the preview. But yeah, he did. Uh, he uh, he came up with the guitar parts, the dueling guitar parts in the chorus. Like oh, he's the cool. one that was like just on the guitar, going, "I think I have an idea for this," huh. and he just winged it and uh, laid he it down. He just winged it. He so, just it, it was great, dude. It was like so perfect. What was the character's name who helps you in the space? What's his name? It's um oh um <clears throat> the older black dude. Yeah, um, Lightman. So yeah, yeah he yeah, yeah, he yeah. is your lightman. Is what we're saying. He's yeah. pull, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. getting the real Jeff. He's yeah, my somebody him. super famous voice that character. Who was that? Carl Weathers. Yeah. Carl Weathers. He's my Carl I, Weathers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is awesome. That's just awesome. I mean, yeah, he nails that role, dude. I would not have been able to guess that was Carl Weathers the whole time. That was great. <laughs> All right, Kyle. What about you? What are some tunes you've enjoyed this year? And if you have an example, I can pull it up and and. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, I have... Uh, <laughs> oh, just play it on your phone horribly. Like, yeah, like, let me just play it. Like, hey, do you guys hear this? Uh, yeah, no, I, I might have you pull up a, a one or two. Um, I did have Psychonauts 2 on here, but since it was already uh, mentioned, I, I'm going to just bring up something else to kind of just give it some love. Uh, Guilty okay. Gear Strive. This whole series mm. has just amazing music. Always. Every single entry. Uh, this one's no different. Very rock and roll. Very, you know, like fast-paced, like... like metal you know like while you're playing it's very 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 cool <laughs> you said uh, metal eh yeah 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 metal um, and anime yeah, mixed sure, together sure, sure. i know sure, 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 yeah, yeah. Yes. um <laughs> i also and i'll blow past this one i also have laughing strange on here i think music is part of its dna uh mm-hmm. and if uh yeah. zach braff can get a grammy for putting a bunch of music together he didn't uh make uh then so can life is strange so yeah, true. Uh, I think I think there is a skill in like collecting music that no one's ever heard of and throwing it into something and like putting you know um, some eyes and, and even and even her cover of Creep that everybody knows everybody knows that song that was really sure, great. There, there are there are a couple songs in mm. there. Yeah. Are there some original songs that were written for the game too? I think I so because the girl that just plays okay. the uh, the girl that plays the um, Alex she has somebody that's doing her singing for her. Right. Okay. Yes. And yeah. that person, I think she does have original songs that they ended up writing for the game. I thought yeah. so. I, all I know is after playing something like Unpacking, which has one of the worst closing original <laughs> songs ever. Go, Actually, that's my, my real stuff one. in the van. It made me, yeah. dude, it made me, like when I played Life is Strange True Colors, I just sat back, was feeling, as the credits rolled, was so happy with the music at the end. No. Uh, of course, it helps that the game was amazing. But anyway, yeah, sure. Uh, I feel disrespected. I'm saying my listening arts are talking about unpacking. It's just disrespectful. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> it's disrespectful, guys. That's a real. Uh, number, actually. Um, that's a, real that's a good one. point. Stay with your 
Tweet away, yeah. Um, uh, Lost Judgment. I know I'm going to bring this up, this game up a lot. Great music in this game, guys. Super great. Uh, Dan, you're always talking about like, oh, is it anime sounding? This whole game is anime music. Like just yes. everything about it. Like they're, 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 you, Ivarn, are in a uh, dance class that you're teaching, and the music <laughs> in that that you're dancing to. Great. Like I still like hum that that stuff whenever I uh, nice. the opening theme to that song, like the title card, is very good. You know, um, just just really good uh, tunes there. Um, I got another one here: Elder Scrolls Online Oblivion, uh, Blackwood. Uh, so that's the music in this series has always been amazing. Uh, but like listening to this particular expansion's music while like playing this, um, it's a in many ways, it's a it's a sequel to um, Oblivion or a prequel to Oblivion. So there's a lot of like music that like used to hear in Oblivion that you're hearing this. And for a lot of us, it's been 10, 15 years since we played Oblivion. So yeah. it was nice to hear some of those themes kind of uh, remade into like better and bigger like orchestral soundtracks. Um, just a lot of epicness going on here. That's a lot cool. of really cool fantasy music going on here. Hmm. Um, and I, I I don't remember if it's the same guy who does these as as who does like the the regular like Skyrim Oblivion proper. But whoever does the music for this series is so good. Like the music in the trailer is always good. They just they just nail it, you know. So uh, I had to I had to give that one with some respect. Um, and for me, this is probably really. Um, uh, uh, telegraphed, but uh, it was the Game Award winner. It's a near replicant. This music, this game's got the best music of the year. Mm. Like that's why I voted for it. Whenever we were asking for votes, that's why the Game Awards gave it an award. Gave it a big old statue. The music in this game is outstanding. Uh, it's so varied. Uh, sometimes it sounds like kids are singing, you know, and it's just like really yeah. goofy and like weird and ethereal. And other times it's uh, very epic and cool. Uh, there's just uh, there's a lot of uh, I don't know. There's a there's a large like scope of uh, sounds in this game that are. Just, is it fairly uh, similar to Automata or different enough where it? I would say very it, much so because even in Automata, okay. like when you go to like the like forest village, there's like, the yeah. kids are like it's very right, much right, like right, that. yeah. So okay. yeah, there, there's a there's a lot of things that are very similar. That music's to. so good, dude. It's so. Yeah, I don't so know. Good. If, I don't know if he like handpicks like uh, Yokotana. Like I don't know if he like handpicks this music, but like if he does, this guy really has his. Yeah. Or handpicks whoever like does it. Like I don't know how yeah, involved yeah. he is in the process, but like the music so fits these games in a way that like Well it's that just card game, other games. You know that card game that kinda just came out? It was by Square Enix. It, yeah. it has that like kind of traditional like you, you look at it and you're like, Oh, those look like characters in a Square Enix game. Like it's the same it's Yokotaro and yeah, whoever, yeah, Yokotaro, whoever does yeah. the music for um Nier did the music for that card game. So Oh man. I'll check so it out. So it's like similar game. vibes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, those are my, that's my list though. Yeah. And I, I do want to give a shout out to Psychonauts too, because I thought the music was amazing in that, but I knew it was probably gonna get a lot of exposure. So I went with other ones. I'm trying to find a good example of Nier here. Let's see if this one works for us. <clears throat> yeah. Cause you could, you might always, you might hit like something a little funky and then other ones. Well, are there's more a, epic. it looks like Square actually put together like some samples. Mm. Ah, okay. Their YouTube channels. So let me try sharing this and see how it does. Sample. Let's play a, couple, a little clip or two here. Can you hear that? Yep. Yes. It's beautiful. You got a lot of stuff like this that are is very somber and like interesting. There's a lot of really chipper stuff too. Like this? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But even like Somewhat. goofy, even yeah. goofy chipper. You know? Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, that's different. What is that's, that? <laughs> that's 
That sounded like fast forward, right? Temple of Drifting Sands. Also, keep in mind, folks, this is being shared over Skype. It's not going to sound perfect. Go listen to it for yourselves for sure. Oh, here we go. All right, that actually did sound really, really good. All right. Yeah. Um, you think this game is outstanding. This is another, like, work soundtrack for me. Well, I'll just sew this on and I'll just, like, veg out while I'm doing, like, Excel. So. <laughs> love it. Also love Excel because I'm a big nerd. <laughs> so, uh, I, I love Excel. Excel. The last two like or three Excel. years, I've learned more about Excel than I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, this is the most convenient yeah. thing in the entire Yeah, world. and my new role that I started six months ago, like, day one was like, okay, here's Excel. Mm-hmm. And here's how to do X, Y, Z with keyboard shortcuts and whatnot. And I'm like, yes. I taught myself how to use Excel because my boss was like, you don't use Excel, right? And I go, yeah. You <laughs> know what? Never, yeah. Excel's, Excel's fun. Before, yeah. And I always thought it was a nice way to organize stuff. But then when I learned pivot tables a few years ago, my yeah. life was changed. I don't know if you guys have ever used those before. Those are amazing. Never, yeah. And then also doing all the different uh, formulas. So being able to quickly run through formulas in Excel where yeah. it's like, all right, take all this stuff and do this with it real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, so that's, fun. that's half my job is like creating tables that like crunch numbers, like as yeah. I'm, you know, like adding macros and stuff like that. Like it's very uh, tedious. Oh. But listen, yeah. I, that is that is satisfying is. stuff when it all comes. You're like, oh, there it is. I got it. You just yeah. make a couple numbers. You're like, and there's the solution right there. Yes. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, it felt good. <laughs> I'm the best. All right. Well, I've got um, just like you guys, a whole bunch of different soundtracks I enjoyed this year. And it's not that. If I don't name one that it didn't have good music, it's just certain soundtracks jump out at you while you're playing. Um, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and I think stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy had a good score. It, I had to go back and really listen to it. Like, oh, yeah, that is really good. It didn't jump out at me as much because I was and maybe it's because I was just so engulfed by the game itself and the characters and what's going to happen next. That didn't pop out at me while I was playing as much as other games did. But it is on my honorable mention list, right? Besides stuff like Ratchet and Clank, which even though I never finished that game, that soundtrack was super, super good. Uh, same with Monster Hunter Rise, Kana Bridge of Spirits. And I got to throw out some love for Resident Evil Village, which mm. it's it's a spooky good game. Call. But that soundtrack is absolutely stunning. If you actually go back Resident, and listen to it. Resident Evil's really, like uh, soundtrack is amazing. Uh, it's a good call. It's a good soundtrack. Now, it's not one that, it's not an easy one to just put on and listen to. It's really not. Because sure. it's so, it, they use all kinds of different sound effects and just kind of weird yeah. noises. And a lot of it is big building and it's a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. It's not really like a relaxing soundtrack. But yeah, it's, it's very it, much perfect for the moment of what how, you're experiencing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's about how it enhances your experience and immersion to the game. Yeah. That's, and that's it. it. And they nailed it. Yeah, exactly. They totally nailed it. Uh, but as far as my top five, you guys have already talked about Psychonauts 2. That's my number five. I loved that soundtrack. Uh, mm-hmm. Like what Jeff said, it they they molded music to fit with the incredibly different themes of each level and each character yeah. and each topic you're dealing with. And they just, they killed it. They just really did a great oh, job. Oh, I didn't even, I forgot to mention the, the one where you have to reunite the band. And the music yeah. there is very much old like uh 70s woodstock era stoner music you know like it's so cool and totally different from anything else in the game it's just yeah they 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 actually music department they actually scale back the music and then it kind of becomes more prominent as you go throughout that level i won't say why but there's a reason that it's kind of pulled back and then the music becomes more as you play it's really cool it's just Mm -hmm. really really well done um halo infinite i have to throw that out there because that music is amazing um i just I feel so up. silly he's all he always kills it what's that guy's name who does these uh oh, i'll look it up 
because it's, it's, just, it's like, important I that they, we know it. I think they changed when they moved devs, didn't they? No, no. Uh, ooh. He might have, yeah. But you know what? Went, um, I think he went with Bungie. Uh, ooh, I don't it's a, know. It's a it's a combination of guys this time. I don't know who mm. wrote the original track, but I mean they time, use it wisely in the game. They like, do. They, they earn but, it. Uh, it was arranged, and I'm assuming scored some new because el- it's some of it sounded new to me as well. It did. You've got yeah. Curtis Schweitzer, Joel Korolitz, and Gareth Coker. Combined. I know Those Gareth are all Coker. New guys. I know that name. Gareth and Coker did the familiar. Ori in the Blind Forest. Okay. Thank you. Yes, Thank there you. you go. Wow, okay. Which is one of Grammy. Amazing. <laughs> Which is absolutely amazing music, yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. One of the best so, scores in gaming, period. Yeah, Halo, I mean, yeah. as you're exploring, as you're in the boss fights, I just finished it, and the, you know, the epic conclusion, actually, all those missions that build up to that conclusion, it was just like, oh, my word, they killed Yeah, me. dude. Oh, man. We're going to talk about... We're oh. gonna talk about how this, how how that story plays out for sure. But it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, the, uh, uh, it's that Martin music. O'Donnell, um, who does the original. Okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. Uh, which I feel like this the, the, in Halo Infinite, it really echoes his work. Like he really put mm-hmm. down a foundation uh, for mm-hmm. these guys to really play off of. Um, it reminds me of uh, uh, when I think it might have been John Powell who did who did uh, Rogue One. Whoever did Rogue One was the first person that Not wasn't sure. John Williams to do a score. Kyle like, will find out. And it was just like that, where it was like, you know what I mean? Like, because because Rogue One sounded like a Star Wars score. It sounded yeah. like John Williams didn't did uh, did G- do it. Gugino, Mike Michael Gugino. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. One of the <laughs> like he's one of the freaking best working right now. Yeah, you, you never heard of him? score all that stuff. <laughs> uh, he's like super famous. Uh, so uh, yes. Uh, didn't he it do Destiny? Like, Didn't Michael Gucci do Destiny? I feel like he did Destiny. Uh, he's, he's, um, Martin O'Donnell yes did Destiny at, at first, he, I thought. He did the bat, he's doing the Batman. He did uh, Thor 4. Uh, <laughs> Spotify thinks I want to look up Destiny's Child, so I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> do it. He made Destiny's Child music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was Martin O'Donnell who still did Destiny. Okay, like, he's, gotcha. he's still in bed okay. with Bungie. I gotcha. You know? I gotcha. I gotcha. I figured. I figured there was something going on um, there. Well, number three for me is Artful Escape. We've talked about it a lot. We played some samples already. It's just amazing. Just, it's an, it's, I, I do believe that all video games that are made, at least elements of it, are certainly, it's art created by artists. It's hard to say sometimes that the entire package really strikes me and hits me emotionally, like a lot of pieces of art do. But boy, Artful Escape was just start to finish an amazing piece of art and uh, not like the f- most fun video game to play, but sure. boy, was I just happy the entire time. I loved mm-hmm. I loved that experience. And the music was, it was the music and visuals. Those two things together yeah. just, just did, it was amazing. So I won't say too much more about it. It was great though. For me, number two is going to have to be, and this is probably because I spent so much time in it. It's got to have to be Valheim. Um, nice. Valheim. There's some great music. music in that There's game, some great yeah. music in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I'll play a sample of that I one i forgot but, about that i would have probably taken out one of mine <laughs> for valheim i forgot about how dude, good just the, am, the ambient like it's just uh so there's some really amazing ones i'll play two examples one is the one i've heard the most because that's where i do most of my building is in the meadows because it's the <laughs> safest place to build yes it's just it's just really nice guitar with some padding behind it and probably a little bit i think some violin kicks in a little later just real sweet and real kind of easy to listen to. And then one of my favorites, because I played the game for so long before I was finally like, all right, fine, I'll build a raft, you dumb game, making me go out in the ocean. <laughs> and I finally started sailing. And then I heard this track for the first time. And it was a combination of experiencing uh, something new, yeah. realizing how big the world is, and I can just sail to a new 
area and the music. Those two things together. I remember you telling this... me how excited you are to do that. You were like, dude, the music. Moment feels so good. Yeah. And the music shifts from on land to this when you're on the yeah. ocean. You're like, oh, what did I do? It's so cool. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I love a good harmony. I mean, it's real simple. Just a couple of trumpets with some drums. I mean, but it's it just gorgeous. yeah. Like you hear that, and like, what else do you think about besides Vikings? Like, what yeah. else do you? Yeah, you know? it's, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's almost like the that uh, war, the war. God dang it! I'm trying to think of something that like something straight out of the show Vikings or something, mm-hmm. where it's just tribal drums <laughs> or yeah. something. But this is like a more tranquil version of that because this game is obviously not. Of yeah, all yeah, about yeah. War, it's kind of know? like a it's or kind pillaging, of like a, so. a night before the war situation where exactly. you're like <laughs> yeah uh, it's it's the calm before things get crazy um yeah. uh so that's my number two i love it i listen to that soundtrack a lot um i used to it was it used to only be on youtube but they i think just a few months ago added it to spotify highly recommend it bone mass to files all, all written and performed by one guy it's, um it's amazing that's impressive wow. man um, and his name looks like one of those names that would totally do that music. I know. Pat- Patrick <laughs> Jarlstam. 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 All right. And then my top one is right below it here on the list. If you're looking at the Spotify list, I'm screen sharing here. And that's Death Store. That's my mm. favorite soundtrack of the year. I'll give you just a couple samples of that, too, because I, I feel like this music is absolutely stunning. So this is a theme that kind of runs throughout the game at different times. Plus, when you come back to that home base, you hear this. I might skip ahead a little. Oh, here we go. really pretty so it almost has a little bit of a jazziness to the piano a lot of times but um but it also has this epic build with the orchestra behind the piano it's just really well done and then i mean there was a bunch of fights and a bunch of areas that i was like "Ooh, this music is good but the one that got me i actually paused the game and i was like this is the most amazing thing ever and maybe i overthought it i don't know what it was i was towards the end of the game there's an area called the old watchtowers and when this music kicked in i just loved it Mm. I'll let it go for a little for a second. It's so good. It's all about that rise. I am uh, such a sucker for anything piano. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do pianos and violin. You just throw that. So, yeah, there. piano. So. Like, uh, what was that one game? Uh, I am Setsuna. It was like, yeah, we're yes, our yes, entire yes. soundtrack is all piano. I'm like, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it to good. me. I love uh, a, it. I love a a song that revolves its melody around arpeggios and stuff. Do 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 that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it's synth. I freaking I'm a sucker for that. Uh, that's why I love the Weekends new album. Shout out. Uh, but uh, um. Yeah, I love that in in piano music uh, yeah. and and scoring and stuff. It's just so, it, he's clearly doing like do 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 like like yeah. the scale basically scale, at yeah. different points. It's so god, it's so pretty. Yeah. Do you like and, all? That's all uh, JRPG music for the most part. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it is. The Death Door soundtrack reminds me a lot. And you mentioned I Am Setsuna and even oh, yeah. some Final Fantasy stuff. It has elements of that. It also has elements of Zelda in certain parts, like. They oh, yeah. take some pieces some that are a little bit familiar from different themes, but it also has its own vibe. Um, I, I think they just do an excellent, excellent job with the music in that game. And it helps that the game itself is amazing. So 
that does help. It does. It does. Um, all right. Well, that's a lot of music. We'll move on to the next thing for now. But boy, it was, I thought it was a great year. Music is freaking awesome, man. Pretty pretty solid year, yeah. And honestly, there was a when when Deathloop got nominated, um, I was like, oh, that music didn't really strike me. So I went back and listened to it before we recorded, um, and I was like, yeah, this music still doesn't really strike me. Like I don't. It fits what the theme, <laughs> like the '70s theme of the it game, fits. but like, yes, it's like not something I would be listening to. Yeah, it's just it, to yeah. me though, it was like fine. You know what I mean? So the fact that yeah, it yeah. got nominated over. You know, uh, life is. I think life is strange. True colors was what people were expecting, and that didn't happen. Sure. Um, it was kind of like, well, okay. I mean, I guess. All right. Uh, I gotta, I gotta throw this out there too. Metroid Dread. They took the Metroid theme and added some other themes in there. It's amazing yeah, music, and they also the added. That is really good. They added this element of terror when you see those Emmys and the music yes. in those yeah. sections, which most people don't hear because they're just pissed off running from. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, oh god, I, have one. I, yeah. but, I can't hear over all my crying. So yeah, exactly, that's my problem. And the other one is a. I think I'm sorry if you guys loved it, but it's a very mediocre game with a pretty good story and amazing music and that's the medium it's really mm. good music uh, so. that might come up later i don't know it might <laughs> it might be swimming might. at that point it might, it might be, be swimming it inside might be of swimming. a derrick i don't know <laughs> yeah, deep, his, deep uh, inside of derrick all, all the way up inside of him <laughs> all, of us, yeah. all, of all right so there you go there's uh <laughs> that's like the anti-derrick game if i ever heard one too <laughs> All right. Well, there so goes. it's like we're forcibly. All right. Sorry. I'm not going to dwell on that. We'll keep going. <laughs> there goes our best music of 2021. Feel free to go give some of those a listen. I'll, I everything that was mentioned, I totally agree. Great, great music all across the board. All right. Well, we are going to now switch over to talking about our favorite story of the year. So this is going to be a little tricky to avoid at least minor spoilers. So if you're listening to this. And yeah, um, I'll put the timestamp in the description. So go check that out. If you want to jump to the timestamp for uh, the next thing coming up is going to be um, swimming in sevens or swimming in Derek's. So that'll be our favorite mediocre games or, you know, lesser games, whatever you want to call them. Um, and so you can jump right to that if you yeah. want to, if you're afraid of any, I would spoil- say, wait, until... we, won't spoil, we won't spoil big moments. Like I think yeah. we'll, we'll do, a pre- we do a pretty good job of dancing around the big yeah. stuff, yes. but like, we're going to have to talk a little bit about some of this. So. I would say skip to like when we have to rank our 10, because I feel like that's when we have to get into specifics about things. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like to we'll be like, a, oh, this we'll moment worked like better a, than this a, moment. We'll give a secondary spoiler warning when we have to start defending ourselves. Right. If people want to stick around. There you go. There you go. So, all right, let's jump into best story. And again, this is one of those things where, you know, what, what makes, what do you define as the best story? Are you saying it's the best writing? Are you saying it's the best, dialogue or characters or the plot points themselves like what in the way that it's paced i'm gonna say it's all of it and with whatever is important to you i want you to make a case for it and that's kind of how i'm looking at it um all of those things are involved in making a story good in my opinion so i'm not going to tell you what you should value the most it's just when you thought think back to the narratives you were told as you played games this past year which which game stood out to you the most and then we'll We'll get down to ranking them. So let me share my screen and we'll do the same pattern as before where we just start naming games to even bother discussing and then we'll narrow down the list. So let me share here. Don't need to share sound this time. So that makes it a little easier. There we go. Can you share the sound of you typing? (laughs) Sometimes. Depends on how mad I am. Sometimes you can hear me typing. Fine, I'll move it forward. (laughs) I I tried to zoom in a little bit this time. Last time it was zoomed out a little bit. Can you guys read that pretty clearly? That's perfect. That's yeah, okay. that's I can read that better than last time. Yeah. All right. Um, I can read the bigger. hell out of that. I can read the. <laughs> sh- never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. So, um, all right. We'll just start. This time I'll go reverse alphabetical. So I'll go first. I'm going to move over 12 minutes. Some of these sound like fake titles. It's so funny to me. I know. Bust the um, fellows. Look out, guys. By the guys. way, what I tried. <laughs> that came up last time. Yeah. That's what I, did, what I tried still. to do. And you guys know this is I try to go through sources like whether it's Wikipedia or Metacritic, kind of those mm. crowdsourced um, type lists. And I try to grab all the games. I do try to trim out ones that are so out there that I know none of us have ever played. Um, and then if, if it happens that one of us did, we could bring it up if it's not on the list. So if something's missing, throw it in there. And if you don't recognize it, we'll just skip past it for the sake of time. But there's a lot of games in this list. So, um, okay, so if we're going reverse order, that means Kyle. Oh, you picked 12 uh, minutes. That's a good pick, man. Yeah, yeah. it is a good pick. Uh, bring over uh, Lost Judgment. All right. It begins. Okay. So yeah. it begins. <laughs> Am I on brand or what do you want to <laughs> the, uh, the the descent of Kyle on the podcast begins. Hollow uh, Kyle. Oh, you guys, through. I swear it's good. I start crying. <laughs> it's gotta uh, be a number two. Madness, uh, I'm gonna go with Life is Strange True Colors. Okay. Dan. Uh let's go with Guardians of the Galaxy. The winner of the award. Nice. All right, let's see here. I was going to do Outriders, but that story is horrible. Let's do us pull. <laughs> I haven't played it. I'm kidding. I haven't actually it's played really the game. It's really bad. We're not... <laughs> but, well, Derek's not here, so we can The voice acting and dialogue alone at the beginning of the game was enough for me to tell you it can't win best story. That's all I can say. All right. Uh, Resident Evil Village is one I'm bringing over. Um, Great. Kyle, back to you. Um, uh, Tales of Arise. Okay. Yeah. Jeff? Yes. Yes. I choose business ethics um no uh, <laughs> i worked you no points <laughs> Ooh, unpacking right. unpacking the unpack. thing about ethics of business is am uh, i bringing unpacking over <laughs> uh uh no hell no <laughs> how dare you also uh psychonauts 2 let's go there all right i have not beaten it yet but i am so far in the story that it's like at this point if the story if it doesn't yeah it's not like the story is going to be bad in the last mission or two obviously. right all the big reveals that have happened in the game have happened for me so yeah. Yeah. I feel bad. Uh, Daniel. Uh, can you scroll down a bit? Down, yeah. Just yeah. to see. Do, do, do. Mm. Oh, you really put unpacking on here. That's cute. All right, sorry. I'm not mad. Can you scroll back up? By the way, Kyle, whenever you see that, just know I thought about you when I added it in there and I left it. Yeah, <laughs> I will die never playing that game. All right, so. but while you're thinking, Dan, I'm going to take my turn. I'm going to move Tales of Iron over. Yeah, nice. yeah, I I think I maybe further up. Okay. Man, I can't believe we're moving over to games like Tales of Iron before some other ones. Yeah, this isn't an order yet. It's just yeah. oh, let's move okay. it. I'm going to. By the way, I'm going to start calling some out. Let's move it. Takes two over. Right. There you go. Hit me. I'm. Mm, never mind. Kana. Just move. I mean, I feel like you guys seem to enjoy what they did with Halo story-wise. Yes, because yes. we can move Absolutely. Halo. Absolutely. I'll just I, yeah. I'll say Halo. Uh, Death Loop. I feel like should be in there. Death Loop. Yep. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna put Death's Door Death's over Door, as yeah. well. Uh, the game above that too, House of Ashes. In my opinion, great story. up to the very very top or is that where we're at uh sorry here's very top so we got age of empires axiom verge uh, 2 balan wonder uh, balan wonder <laughs> <Ballon> wonder <laughs> 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 all 
Dude, <laughs> let's let's just move it over. Let's see what happens. Let's no, just, let's, can we not? Let's just so, on. I, can, just so uh, I can Jeff. talk about it, can we move over before your eyes? Before your eyes? I was going to yeah. ask about that one. Sure. Yeah. Story's amazing. Uh, Biomutant. I, I can tell you that the story is not great, and I don't yeah. think anyone's going to defend it here. Um, no. Bravely Default 2. Dan, you play it enough? It's so I generic. mean... I feel like we are. Really I feel like we're already at ten. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna I be well think... over ten at the first yeah. time. Yeah, that's how it goes. And, that, and that's fine. Definitely not chicory. Thank you very much. Bring uh, it over. Are chicory. you sure about that? That and unpacking can both go do the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Jump off. The I didn't play. Together. I didn't play far enough into Eastward to tell you if the story is Me good. Neither. I know. I know that it's yeah. what I've played the first couple hours. It's interesting. Yeah, about, at least the world building is cool enough. Yeah. Is that, is that good enough to bring over? We can bring what? it over. I, which one? Far Cry 6. Is that good enough to bring over? Yeah. I think you got the furthest in that. I finished it. Yeah. Uh, I will go ahead and throw out the game that everybody kind of mocked me for when I first brought it up on this podcast, even <laughs> though we all ended up loving it, uh, The Artful Escape. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I I, I thought I was I mean, championing that one also. I didn't, I didn't, but... <laughs> you championed it later, it Kyle. Probably, it was it not right fair. There. It was right, Derek. Let's just see. Because I, I, I was going to say, I was like, I feel like I was the one who was championing that game, and I'm the only one who didn't beat it. So. I'm moving <laughs> I'm moving the medium over to at least show it some yeah, attention for it, a second. Yeah, it has a great... That's, it has a wonderful story. And that's all it's got, really. And the it's music's liter- Hey, you know what? It's literally all it has, but boy, that story. <laughs> um, <laughs> the graphics are great, too. The lighting in that game, very good. All right, so let's see My here. My understanding is the story in... Uh, I'm not saying move it over, because we don't know enough about it. But the story in Inscription, apparently, is very good and right. very interesting. <laughs> I've but heard unfortunately, that none of us have really... You know, we played the demo, and that's it. What about the gunk, Jeff? Nah. Okay. Oh, uh, City. last stop. I'll say last stop. The story stop, of yeah. coming, the way last it came stop, full I, circle is really I cool. A, I, I didn't beat it yet, but yeah, I thought I thought what I played it was really... Dude, yeah, really the final mission where like everybody converges and stuff. Oh my god, dude, it's so good. Like Crash? Oh, cool. <laughs> so some notable stuff that we haven't brought over yet. I'll just kind of go through the list real quick, and then we can move on to ranking these. Um, things like Axiom Verge 2. Axiom Verge is kind of known for its story and its lore. I just couldn't really get into the second one. Don't know exactly why. Sorry. Uh, Bravely Default 2. Um, there, there's some like <clears throat> solid moments, especially it's just, but it's, it's few and far in between. <laughs> it, it's just uh, not as good as the first one. It's 80 hours of the same beats you've seen a hundred times. I, would and say I really that, like that game. I would say that Dreamscaper has an interesting premise. I can't tell you mm-hmm. if the story is good, but the premise is good in terms of like you have to go to dream. Right. You have to go to sleep to dream and then do all your fighting. And in yeah. the real world, you walk around and talk to folks. Very cool um, visual style. Yeah, really interesting there. Um, Echo Generation, I think, probably has a decent Stranger Things ripoff story. It's just it wasn't that fun to play. Story wise, it's not anything to. Yeah, Is it okay? It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fist um, actually has some interesting fist. world building stuff in it that should Does. not be in a game like that. You know, like it's like almost like doesn't fit. Yeah, I'll I'll just move <laughs> it over to give it love for a second. Oh um, dang! I, I would give a shout out to Genesis Noir too, uh, okay. from a story perspective because it's just a very interesting premise. So uh, I downloaded or, or a different approach to like the whole um, the genesis of man, really. Like it's a totally freaking wild metaphor for genesis that. But the game is not fun. So I have heard that the story in uh, Fuga Melodies of Steel is actually quite good. Um, I just haven't played it. Griftlands I have downloaded, but I haven't really started it up yet. I've been playing other stuff, but that's by Clay, and I like the games that they make. Um, Hitman Three does have 
as far as you know, quote unquote Hitman lore goes, there are some pretty big reveals and the way things wrap up. But that yeah. game isn't story driven. The game's there, really not about having a story. Yeah. There are stories in there that involve characters that you're in there either trying to kill or save or whatever. Like there's mm-hmm. stories there. It's a through line. Mm-hmm. But the overall narrative, I wouldn't defend it. You know, I'm just gonna move it over so it. Yeah, I get it. History can show that we said it was. <laughs> I, I do want to say, but don't move it over. Guilty Gear Strive, all the Guilty Gear games have amazing writing, amazing stories, amazing characters, but you don't even like play the game. Like you just, you throw That's on. That's what Derek the, said. He said it's You like throw on the anime. story mode and it's like two and a half hours of like an anime. Yeah. Uh, Sounds awesome to me. Yeah. yeah. Lost Side Words Beyond, not, yeah, Lost Words Beyond the Page. That's its main strength, I think, is the story. It's just the, the pacing I struggled with, but it does have a sweet and. I, guess I thought the sweet pacing story. worked in his dang. I forgot to mention this one. I fr- I thought the pacing worked in his favor because each chapter had to do with the level a uh, layer of uh, the twelve steps, basically. It does. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to? Move I thought that, that was really cool. Um, sure, whatever. It's not going to go anywhere, but yes. Monster Hunter story is like every other Monster Hunter story ever made. Um, is Metroid Dread story not good or something? No, or? It, it is. It's it's fine. Um, it's, ju- it's not the the main. Thing. That's yeah, not why story, you play those games. If this were an award for like, hey, what are some are there? What are the best kind of plot twists or reveals? It's got some good ones. Uh, It just overall narrative when it was done, I was more interested in just playing more of the side scrolling platforming action. That didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The 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 situation with the final boss was cool. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's a reveal that's kind of like, oh, sweet, wow, that's interesting. But I didn't. I haven't gotten farther than. couple hours i think i'm three hours into ruined king yeah. uh, a league of legends story it's fine it's not amazing not worth writing home about well um oh, i i was gonna say persona five strikers really great writing not a great story okay so, mm. oh, all bummer. right We're, worth bringing um, up great writing not a great fun story. game though too um very fun yeah but rift apart also it's not really story's not a reason you play those games it's uh they're just gonna be bad guy bad go fight him yeah, that's it yeah. that's the story <laughs> Gotcha. No, okay. there's, granted, granted, there's, there's a diff- there's a twist to it in that you know there's like a multiverse of bad guys or whatever, or I guess just two versions of them. Um, but uh, that's just it's still the same. Like he's bad because he's bad. What about that's Returnal? Um, it's it's so wa- it's like it's so wacky that I don't remember quite what was that. There's like some weird stuff at the end about I don't know, dude. Okay. It, I remember it being interesting. It's just there's nothing that right now that my brain, like trying to think back on it, is latching onto. It was I just very how far I got in. I think I got through the fourth to the fourth area. I yeah. can't remember. There, there's I like a don't... bonus ending too. I just uh, there was nothing about it that I, I was a little bit curious. What is this loop that's happening? But other than that, I don't. Right. I don't know. It um, is very intriguing. It's just hard to kind of remember and latch onto something specific because it's it involves like being it's stuck in this time loop, you know. So obviously it's like, well, you know, is this actually current or times? Has it been like a thousand years that she's been stuck here? Like, what's going on? So it can be kind of confusing and hard to keep track of. So we should make it mandatory that this game has a easy mode, right, guys? Right. Yeah, guys. Right Compromise the artist vision. That's what I always say. Yeah. Right, well, what about these next three here? Scarlet Nexus, Sherlock Holmes, Chapter One, Shin Megami Tensei Five. I know they're all narrative driven, and I some really ways. wish I could say more about Shin Megami Tensei Five, but I'm only twelve hours into that game, and the okay. story does not like come quickly in those types of games. Like it's very back and heavy. Scar- when it comes Scarlet down. Nexus has some pretty cool anime moments, but like the game is just so goddamn long. Like way longer than it needs to be. Yeah. That it's like, 
there's just there's too much of kind of like whatever stuff mixed okay. in with like the decent to good stuff. So that's fair. Uh, Sherlock yeah. Holmes chapter one story is not that strong. Do you play it? Yeah. Some of it, yeah. yeah. I remember you telling us that you tried it out. If it were strong, I would have played way more of that game. But sure. when you have so much good Sherlock content out there, like TVs and movies, I mean, you you, you got to step it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, sure. if you if you kind of like sixteen slash thirty two bit um, action RPGs, I do recommend Unsighted. It's on Game Pass. If you like that style of game, it's it's a little difficult. Mm. It also is it's kind of in a post apocalyptic setting and. There's certain types of humans and or robots that are or aren't allowed. You know, I won't say too much more because it's it's an interesting setup if you and it's kind of difficult, but it's interesting. So unsighted. I think is, is I feel the same way about Forgotten City, where it's like that's an interesting idea, but I just I didn't beat it, so I don't really know if there's a payoff. That that's what that's where the story really I feel like that's when you know it's good for that type of game because it's a mystery yep. game. I agree. Is where the end of it, like where the reveal is, like if it's. If it falls apart there, then the game falls apart. Uh, the story does, at least. Yep. Um, so uh, I can't speak to that because I didn't beat it. So um, that's unfortunate. A lot of games. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we've got uh, 24 games that we've moved over. Some of them we moved over just kind of to say, like, hey, let's give it. Let's just yeah. give it the the uh, credit of being named as like something that we acknowledge has a has an interesting narrative to it. Doesn't mean it's going to make it over, but there are yeah. a few that I think are kind of no brainers. We do this sometimes. But for real, tell me if I'm off base in my uh, expectations for how we as a group are going to think about these. I feel like Life is Strange, True Colors, Guardians of the Galaxy, Psychonauts 2. Um, what was the other one I was looking at? Oh, 12 Minutes. I think some of the, those are obvious to come into yes. the top 10 somewhere. Yeah. Am I off? No. That's Yes, I agree with that. Dan? Tales of Arise. Uh, Resident Evil 8. Was that not a... You know, let me move those over that I just named for now. Life is Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, Psychonauts 2. I think Resident Evil Village would be obvious for me. I don't know if it is for the rest of you, though. It was well, I'm the only one that me, can't but... chime in on that, so you guys it was, know It was a good, um, and I'll use air quotes because it's like, who knows if it's actually definitely a conclusion, but it was a good conclusion to sort of, from 7 going into 8, because you're playing as the same character. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought you mentioned the fifth one. Why am I, why am I thinking? Oh, no, fifth? No, fi- uh, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, Resident Evil Village makes sense because you guys were really pumped about that story after you played it. So. I'll kind of put it here for now in case we end up running out of room. Sure, yeah. I don't I'm, think yeah. it's a automatic, but it's probably it's likely. Uh, my problem with Tales of Arise isn't that I didn't think the story was interesting. I played that game for what I thought was a decent chunk when I saw how long it takes most people. It turns out it's not a decent chunk of that game. Yeah. Um, but I am at I am right before the boss of that second area is last time I played it which is super early in the game. It is. I don't know most of the main storyline of that game. I know the premise. I know basic stuff about some of the characters, but I don't know enough to say yes or no, honestly. Well, so there's a lot of um, kind of like real world stuff going on, like different races and sort of like, um, there's a, a lot of like anime terms or like Japanese RPG terms that I'm not remembering right now, but there's like this particular race of people that basically are like the higher race, like the better race looking down on the lower race and and sort of like your main character basically is just like a slave. He's literally a slave working in this camp and and 
you know, he's kind of thrusted into this position of, well, he's like the hero that's going to save the world and, and kind of save these people. And as you go through the game, you start finding out some stuff and everything's not quite what it seems. And there's just a lot of like conversations that felt kind of like really genuine and, and things that actually happen in like real life, not just I like did like those conversations where it's like hit LB yeah. to talk to somebody. Because like, like the characters are solid and that that's yeah. important. The, you know, the, the characters right, are well written and they're memorable. I, so I've mentioned I it before. It I haven't liked a Tales game in a long time, and this one, I mean, maybe just because it really did shock me how good it was, but I think it genuinely is a very high quality game for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got me convinced to put it in that Resident Evil Village bucket where it's like probably on the top ten. We'll see what else. Well, um, I th- I think we should. Kyle, Lost Judgment's your favorite story of the year, right? Yeah, I. It's literally a soap opera. I mean, like the the Yakuza games are written for a story, and then. So sh- should we just move it over to that bottom part somewhere? Yeah, I I, I feel like this because I feel like because you have tougher. it so high, we should at least acknowledge that, you know. Yeah, some of these are a little tougher because with that, it's hard for you to tell us about it and really convince us without yeah. spoiling it. So I know that. Um, but I also trust your judgment when it comes to story and stuff. So your judgment's not me, lost. Yeah. Uh, wow. 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 Uh, so thanks, guys. <laughs> so uh, if you're you. if you're telling me this is legitimately yeah. one of the best narratives of the year, I'm gonna believe you and put it in our top ten. I just don't know where, but I'm gonna put it in there somewhere. Got to be. You know, it's like okay. that. These g- games are written to like tell a story. You know? Now, yeah. um, compared to like not like... bringing uh, like Life is Strange over, like that game Com- is what ninety percent story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, compared to something like um, y- uh, Yakuza like a dragon. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it is it on I the same level? I would say the Judgment or... games actually have like like because de- they're they're whodunit mysteries or whatever because you're a detective so i feel like the story is even like more front and center than like y- the, okay. the, the latest yakuza game um but man I, they always have really good stories so it's okay. like you're yeah you're splitting hairs for sure <clears throat> gotcha um dan tell me if death loop deserves to be in our top 10 or not because i gotta <laughs> tell you i i i got it on sale on pc mm-hmm. and started a new run through it and got farther this time doing my best to like i'm gonna play because someone tell they keep telling me it's gonna get the, it hooks in me and i got to the part where i was taking out a few of the different uh whatever they're called um targets i forget what they're yeah, 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 yeah and i was still just not feeling it gameplay or story-wise like i just don't find myself caring really like what is this loop and why do, who am i why want to break it like i'm it's just not tri- finding it that interesting i gotta be it's honest it's tricky because you have to hit those moments like there are certain when you find out more about the overarching story and uh-huh. and the connection of cole to the island um and uh oh, what's her face i'm forgetting her name juliana um, yes thank you um and the connection with her and then all of the, the the targets that you're supposed to be going after and how everything is is connected into this island and what's been going on and for how long it's been going on for um like those moments are really cool and uh, again it really helps that the voice acting is like superb Ooh, and I, the writing, it really yeah it really sells it when you'd find those moments it's just it you have to get to them and and there's just a lot of gameplay going on so there's kind of a lot of you know quiet moments so to speak where you're just playing the game and you're not getting the story but you just reminded me how much i do yeah. love the writing and the characters and the yeah. premise yeah. of a lot of that so i think it and deserves also, to at least be i feel over. like with games like yeah. Deathloop, this story isn't so much 
I mean, not that I know a lot about the story of the game. I don't. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the story isn't so much uh, what makes it what can make it great is not necessarily what it's about, but how it's about it and yeah. the characters okay. and finding all the clues and going through the loop and stuff. That's how it's about the game. But yeah. That's, okay. how, that's okay. how it's about it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can so, I can say that Death's Door doesn't need to be on the top 10, but I will say it's a surprisingly good story for a little indie game that's got some Zelda elements to it and a few other kind of action RPG elements to it. Actually, surprisingly good little story, but not not yeah. one that I would push to be on a shared best narrative yeah. of the year list. But it is good. I'm, I'm going to be it. honest. My favorite story of the year uh, in gaming was Before Your Eyes. <laughs> Can't even hide it. Uh, that's... Uh, it's just one of my favorite stories across any medium from last year, honestly, because it just it really took me by surprise. And, like, and this is the one where the camera looks at your eyes and yeah, like, yeah, like you, you, the you blinking controls what moment in time you are in within this life that you're recapping, basically. Um, so like, I think I've explained it before, but I'll just touch on it again. Like, so you start as like this soul uh, that's in a lake among other souls, and. Uh, it's uh you're basically just like a ball of light basically and somebody picks you up that's like a you know he he's like a fairy whatever captain and he's like i'm gonna take you to the gates and and your your story is gonna blow away the person that's gonna allow you into whether they're gonna allow you into heaven or not you're gonna your story is gonna blow them away and give me give me a good name because you know i haven't i don't have a good name yet i'm a ferryman whatever so he's trying to like use your story as a means to enhance his whatever ferryman career i don't know what that is but uh (laughs) But the point is, is that that's the start of it. So he's like, your story has to blow them away or else you're not going to be let into whatever the metaphorical version of heaven is in this game. Um, so that's that's the reason for the flashbacks is like, gotcha. you have to, you're kind of like reliving your life. It's flashing uh, before your eyes. I get it. Exactly. It's quite literally before your eyes. <laughs> like you are using the uh, the the webcam to record your blinks. And, and sometimes there are certain scenes you have to stay on them. And you have to kind of keep your eyes peeled a little bit uh, or, or else you'll miss a chance to interact with something that's on the screen. And you still interact with your mouse uh, for certain items. Well, hearing you talk uh, about it, same with Dan talking about Deathloop, convinces me it's at least got to make the quick cut for that yeah. time. Um, and I think there's a, there's a moment much later in the third act that happens. It's like a two-hour game. It's, not the, it's like a movie, basically. That's why it, what makes the story like the thing in the game, um, aside from okay. the blinking gimmick. But there's a moment I, in the third act that's just like... God, dude, it's just gonna break you. Uh, it's so good. And the camera's like, "Wow, you're crying a lot." Yeah, <laughs> they, they take a screenshot of you and show it to you. like it's kind of like riding. A ride <laughs> it's like riding a roller coaster. Wow, I look like that. Look how ugly you look when you cry. No, I'm wow. kidding. I don't do that. Um, <laughs> I'm it takes two that... is pretty obvious, right? Uh, I don't think it's that obvious. No. Okay. I mean, that's my person. I don't know how Kyle feels my, about it. My son. And, I mean, well, it's a, it doesn't have a great story. It's just it's great moments, you know. Yeah. And not even like. Because of the writing, it's because of what you're doing with your partner or whatever. Yeah, I feel like my son and I are almost at the end, and I actually think the narrative is quite silly. And that's not saying it's bad. It's just it's not bad. No, I mean like like there's moments where you're trying to make your daughter like none of it makes sense to me. Like I was like I was if I were in this position, I would not be doing any of this. Yes, it's very silly. But the strength of that game is all in creating a co-op gameplay experience that very few other games have come close to. It's not in. I think the most co-op co-op game that ever co-opt. I guess it's very much like a Frenchman writing a a, a goofy Frenchman writing a story for Americans. That's how it comes Mm. across. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Where it's like, "Ah, this isn't really funny in America, but okay, you know, whatever. Do you do you? (laughs) 
That's it's Europeans, fine. you know. But I, I don't think it needs to be on here unless yeah. if you guys were to have come back and said, no, it's amazing. You, yeah. I, you're like, wait till the end. This amazing thing happens. No, no. It's, no, that uh, doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, there's no, like, reveal or anything. There's no twist. And t- I mean, you're, you're aiming to accomplish the same goal the entire game. And there's no like, oh, our daughters are android or something. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing random Dude, that pops up. Straight up, like, Whoa. if the daughter ended up being an android, best story of the year. We talk about the story being best of the year. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the wife's engineer. If it turns out she had built the daughter. Oh yeah. my gosh. Because he's sterile and doesn't really love her yes. or something. I don't know. <laughs> and that's why wow, that gets dark. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, so that's well. why he's like, let's kill our elephant. Who cares? Yeah. We just wrote a better story for It Takes Two than it I has. Think, uh, I think, yeah, where the game shines, though, is definitely in the actual gameplay and the level sure. design. Yeah, and sure. and that's where it's, like, just amazing. And the, the music's pretty good, too. So um, I, I have played all three of these next three, Eastward, Fist, and Far Cry 6. I've only mm-hmm. completed Far Cry 6. Um, Fist, I unlocked, I think, three of the weapon arms that you get. So I got a decent way in. Um, the premise is kind of cool and all the talking animals, they make them instead of looking all cutesy and stuff, they look more like hardened and badass and stuff and so that's fine um, I just don't think it's that great of a story and the dialogue is actually pretty cheesy as you as you progress it starts out fine but it gets a little bit like oh, alright, they didn't really should have taken a second pass on the editing with that that element of script so I didn't find it to be amazing although it is an interesting premise Eastward, I feel bad that I didn't play more of it because it could, yeah, I feel it like could we, be really good. I feel like you and I, if we ended up beating that or something, we probably would be championing it pretty hard. It could be. It's, it's, it's got it's, at least interesting world-building pieces. It's setting up a very interesting father-daughter yeah. uh, relationship, sort of, and then a few other relationships in there, too. But mm-hmm. I just I didn't get too I'm far I'm going to pick that up soon for sure. I wanna, it's you'll like sale. it. It's on sale right now on the Switch. Um, oh, is it? Just when you read like its description, it says puzzle like three times, and I'm like, ugh, I don't know. About that. Uh, <laughs> ugh. It's like I mean, puzzle in the way the old though. Zelda games were. Light, like, oh, light I gotta go find a thing to unlock this path or whatever. Yeah, that's not too sure. bad though. Okay. Yeah. okay. It's not like Witness or something. It's not that sure. kind of okay. No, it's um, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go solve this maze. This no, little maze that's right in front of me. This maze is like a maze. I'm gonna suggest that we don't bring. Far Cry 6 over. I actually okay. did really enjoy the story. I thought the performances particularly were really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There were um, some genuinely good moments, but... And the ending did kind of make me go, like, holy crap. Like, there was yeah. there was some stuff that happened at the end, but yeah. in general, it's exactly what you expect when you see the setting, and you kind of see the trailer for, oh, okay, you're the group of rebels trying to take over this evil dictator, and he's doing bad things. You could probably guess some of the bad things he's doing, and then some of the things you do to try to take him down. You probably guess. Yeah. Oh, does he probably have a general over these major areas? Yeah. Do you go after them one at a time before you get to him? Yeah, that, that's exactly what you do. So, like traditional Far Cry formula. It's and again, we've talked about this a lot, and we don't have to beat beat a dead horse here. But it is, it's exactly what you expect, and they do it really well. I just don't think the story is that amazing. So, mm-hmm. I'll Unless, touch on a couple of games that I don't think will make it over, but like like Genesis Noir. The reason I didn't even. I couldn't even finish it because the gameplay is not that fun. But the whole uh, the whole conceit of the game is like, you know, it's a giant metaphor for the Big Bang, basically. You're trying to start the creation of the universe, but uh, each character represents a certain part of it. Like, uh, it, it's kind of like a love story. The artwork is just insane. So it's like a creative way to tell that story, but the gameplay is not fun, so I can't really speak to much of the story. Is um, that an N7 jacket, Kyle? Yeah, it is. Sweet! <laughs> <laughs> uh house of ashes is probably 
It might be the best story that Supermassive has done, and that's even including Until Dawn. Um, really? Oh, come on. Really? I'm I'm being for real, like, because I feel <laughs> like there's a whole commentary they're kind of doing about the Iraq War in this game that's very surprising. All right. Um, and because uh, yeah, yeah, you you you're kind of following these uh, main these main people that you follow are like in the U.S. Army and they're invading Iraq. Like it's the beginning of the war, and they're looking for the WMDs and stuff. Uh, which didn't exist, by the way. They totally didn't exist. And uh, so... <laughs> Wait, what was that? And, uh, so um, there's still... Like, they're looking for these WMDs. And there is there is an Iraqi soldier that you do follow who is, like, completely over this war already. He's just like, I'm so freaking tired of this. I just want to be with my family, yada, yada. Um, and uh, there there are these two uh, characters, that come, like the Iraqi soldier and one of the soldiers in the, uh, the army, U.S. Army, do end up like kind of meeting in the cave that they all get stuck in. And they have this amazing relationship play out in the game. And uh, I mean, it's just that some of that story stuff is just fantastic. And when the game kind of reveals what the monster is, I think that stuff's really cool too and really inventive. And the deeper you go into the cave, it reveals like more and more of what those creatures are. Mm -hmm. Um, God dang, the story's really cool. Um, It's not going to make the list because I mean, would it make it over before your eyes? No, no, it wouldn't make it over before your eyes. I think, but... and we don't we don't have a hard and fast rule. Like, if it's a really good story, let, let's have, if there's two games that only you have played and the stories are incredible, yeah, for, feel free to fight for both of them. Yeah, I don't want to make you choose between those two, but if you yeah. had, because we're getting well, down, go to... ahead and put it. I guess just put it in the small whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't right think now. it's going to make the ten. If if one other person we'll had played it, played it, I feel like they kind of would agree with me on on. Most levels, I, I mean, guess. I really liked uh, Until Dawn, but I haven't yeah. played any anything. Else no, no, after but there's that, there's so. like no message Until Dawn. It's just no, like sure. Until Dawn is leaning on <laughs> what you know about the genre and yeah, kind of yeah. like poking fun at it a little bit, which is uh, which is great. Yeah. Uh, House of Ashes is way more serious in tone, but don't get me wrong, some of the deaths are still like, oh man, that was gruesome. Like, I mean, I killed yeah. off half my characters. Like, two of my characters survived at the end, <laughs> and it was like the most poignant version of the story I could have gotten. Like, I was like very happy with the ending I got. Um, Jeff loves it when even characters better. die. He loves so. characters dying. I got it. Follow you. <laughs> Absolutely. There was one. The game is just very convincing when it. There's one character that's like, you know, let me kill myself. I, you know, I, I'm, you know, blah blah blah. I have this big problem or whatever, and she's very convincing. So I just let her do it. And uh, like, <laughs> just oh, her. should I have not done that? <laughs> Yeah, probably not. I got all the teens to the end of Until Dawn, and then they all burned in the house at the very end, <laughs> except like two of them. And I'm like, Dude. okay, I guess. That's, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> we, also we were, funny. That's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah you were playing with a friend, and she just like flipped that switch real quick. I was like, no, oh, you're yeah, not. That, that's what I did. Yeah. yeah they yeah. all just burned. I'm like, okay. I had. I had cool. one, it's, it's so funny how contrasting my House of Ashes playthrough was with my other ones, because it just felt like the stakes are higher in that game in House of Ashes. But like until dawn, I had one person die. Uh, man of man of Madan, I had like one man person die. Um, I don't even remember the uh, Little Hope. That one's not that good. So I, who cares? It doesn't matter who survives Little Hope. That's the most frustrating part of that game. There's All right, we got to bring it back. We got to bring it back. So Hitman Three. Yeah. I'm gonna say we kind of already mentioned this. Not gonna make the top ten. Sure. I will say if you like the Hitman games, it's got some cool reveals about Forty Seven and about Diana and about some other pieces. And there's actually a kind of a twist and then a double twist at the end, which I thought they did a pretty good job. I mean, in terms of this not being usually a very well-told narrative story, it's usually more about the levels and the the yes. ways you can accomplish your mission. I thought there were moments at the end that I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. That was pretty good. I liked that. Like, I enjoyed it. Um, but I'm not going to move it over. Same with It Takes Two. I think we kind of talked ourselves out of putting it 
-hmm. on the top 10 best stories of the year. Yeah, it'll be in other lists for sure. Uh, What about Halo Infinite? Now I feel very strongly that that story is very good and should probably be considered for the 10. I just finished it, and I really liked how it felt like, hey, if we don't complete our mission, things could get bad for the whole universe, of course. Mm -hmm. But it also felt very encapsulated into this one space. We're taking on this one enemy and his followers. Yeah. And... And we've got this mission, right? It just—it kind of felt like much more and much like a tighter story than Halo. It did, and, and it allowed them the chance to, because you're around the same characters the whole time. It allowed them the chance to inject some freaking humanity in these games, and that totally yeah. worked in its favor and made the story way better to me. I than, thought that uh, yeah. Weapon and Echo were actually—I know some people were annoyed by Echo, the pilot. I liked him, so I thought I lo- Echo. Yeah, he was like the most human character there. Like he was the only one, the only voice of reason, in my opinion. Yeah. He was like. Are you serious right now? You're not Superman. What are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah. Because Master Chief would be like, we're jumping in right in the middle of everything. He's like, this is so <laughs> ridiculous stupid. action hero yeah. main character complex yeah. bullcrap. Yeah. And you have the pilot who's like, are you kidding? Are you local? Then or you, whatever. That's then racist. you had the, the weapon. <laughs> well, he looks Spanish, right? I mean, the weapon, they, did, they, did a good, they did a good job of having her being like this very optimistic, positive, and very naive AI mm-hmm. throughout the course of the game, throughout memories and these little like these really revealing memories actually that start to pop in, especially towards the end. Yeah. The end has all the reveals and they're great. In my opinion, you can see that she starts to realize exactly who she is and what role she's playing and how this all fits together. And I thought they did a good job. I mean, of course the, the uh, animation helped a lot. So the visuals are incredible. Oh, it looks great. Animation and her expressions of kind of being like very innocently smiling at you a lot. And then over time turning more serious, like, Oh no, like, I really liked that. I thought that yeah. helped deliver the story at the end. And they're dynamic. Master Chief doesn't trust her from the moment he picks her up. So like, <laughs> and there are there's some clearly like a rift proves, in their relationship. Yeah, he proves he doesn't trust her throughout that story too. Exactly. And yeah. there's like moments where you're like, whoa, holy crap, dude, where he's mm-hmm. trying to, he's about to make a choice regards yeah. to her, and you're like, whoa. Uh, but uh, yeah, I loved, I loved their back and forth. And uh, Kyle, I mean, did you yeah, like the story the too? Yeah, I, I'm still working my way through it, but I thought the story was great. I think the characters are cool. Um, you know, there, there's a kind of a reveal of of why the pilot is the way that he is. You know, yeah. he thought he was mm-hmm. getting away, but like he got roped right back in, you know. Yeah. Um, and I thought that reveal was kind of cool. You're like, oh, OK, this, you know, this guy's like as human as it gets. And he yeah. just so happened to like run across the biggest hero or yeah. legend <laughs> in know. the entire yeah. galaxy. And it just yeah. it, it upends his entire like plan. Um, and I, 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 I really enjoy it. And I think the bad guy's cool. Uh, and if we're talking yeah. about writing specifically, you, just letting the, the grunts talk, you know, I don't think I've laughed That's harder in my entire in, in my yeah. entire year of gaming than like listening to yeah. those guys like just like spout off stuff. So. Yeah. I've shared the clip of them singing the, the Halo theme, right? Like it's yeah. it, over the yeah, radio yeah. com or yep. whatever you can destroy. They're like, da, 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 da. Yeah. I hate yeah. that song. It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> there's also, as I was getting towards the end, and you're just fighting wave upon wave of enemies through those last few sections. There's just so many enemies to fight, including, of course, hundreds of grunts, it seems like. And I can't remember his exact phrasing, but at one point, I'm like, my hands are sweating because some of these battles get pretty tough. I'm just playing on normal difficulty, and it gets really challenging. Uh, even just normal waves of enemies that you've killed a million times because of the number of them that come at you. It's like, yeah. dude. And so at one point, I was just like grappling around, throwing grenades, shooting oh, people, picking up dude. a new gun, yeah. just like shooting and shooting and shooting. And then I heard a I heard a grunt say something to the effect of, wow, he's really mad. Like it was some <laughs> kind of like comment about my temper. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. 
So is I I'm with you like the grunts. I, I'm moving it over to because I think it it might need to squeeze into that top ten. I I really I and agree. it could be recency bias because I just finished it and I'm still kind of coming down from that adrenaline. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we all would have just finished because it came out in December. So I mean, if yeah. if anything, almost everybody would have just anybody that did finish it would have just finished it. So yeah. um, and Microsoft's I think they did a good job of, that, of people were really ticked off at Halo Five. I get it, and people get ticked off about all kinds of stuff. But in some cases, they could. You could make an argument they had a decent gripe for some of the choices from Halo 5. I think this game did a good job of kind of redeeming and circling some of that back. It was a good recovery, yeah. So I thought they did a good job. It's not like uh, Venom 2 where it's like, oh, we're going to totally fully acknowledge the first movie and d- dig deeper into the stupid bull crap that we had in the first movie. <laughs> How did that uh, Eminem song go? Venom! Venom! <laughs> I'm wearing it! <laughs> All right. What? Is it... Is it, I'm going to say that Tales of Iron, I'm the only one who's played it. I just wanted to give it a shout out because it is a remarkably cool little like dark um, fairy tale in a way. Because it, it, it's it's not going to like knock your socks off in terms of originality. <clears throat> this idea of these warring kingdoms that are against each other, these species that are against each other. And there's a species you don't even know about that you discover and you kind of ally with, which is kind of cool. And then you discover things that you're you know king rat before you had hidden from you which is like why would you hide? like it's it's actually surprisingly cool little narrative stuff they do but i'm not going to champion it for the top 10 not over mm-hmm. some of the stuff we've already got over here but just wanted to give it some love i don't think and dan you mentioned this earlier i don't think kana belongs in the best story top 10 i agree, I agree. um the, can we, the we can talk about where it, it actually shares like something like where you get kind of like almost like this flashbacky stuff like yeah. you do feel the weight of of like what's going on with that character but like right. it's just yeah. kind of it's there it happens it goes away and then you're just playing the game again it's like oh yeah. when you kind of want a little the more. bosses and their characters certain characters at the shrine at the end yes. and there's emotional connection there between mm-hmm. them yes. for various reasons a couple of those got me like dude yeah. that was that was got, I, yeah i think much. those moments are cool especially because i feel like the characters that she's interacting with have more personality than she does. That's where right. the game kind of falters is like yeah. her story. Uh, so I don't feel like I know her really. Yeah, exactly. She's just like a vessel basically for moving souls okay. over to wherever, probably hell. They're all going to, to hell. Safe to kind of leave us in up here. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. We're all going to Jeff, hell. Jeff, I think you'll be the only one to champion both last stop or yeah, last words. So last stop, I already mentioned, I feel like the final act really comes together really well. So I do recommend playing through that. And the story with the body swap is really funny. So um, okay. uh, lost words, I feel like uh, I feel like kids can really benefit from playing this game because it touches on every single part of the grieving process basically like yes. there's a there's a there's a mission or chapter or whatever on like anger and you know uh denial and stuff like that and acceptance and like you know the word kind of the words and the mechanics that you have in the in that in the in fantasy world chap of the chapter like change based on that um like ignoring fire or whatever just walking yeah. through it that's one of the options you it makes sense in terms of like when you actually play it because it's it mentions beyond the page. It's because this person's writing something uh, to help help her cope with her grief. And um, I actually and found the journal moments to be much more impactful story wise than the. I think so too. I think so too. The fantasy world stuff was like decent. That's probably why I'm not going to fight. If that was a little more better written, maybe or better designed level wise. What what I'll say is because I I don't I'd probably fight for it more. I sound more negative about it than I actually am. I just don't think it was amazing, but I did really like how it's a story that she's writing, she's telling, mm-hmm. she's creating characters. But then as things are happening in her real life, 
she'll put the story down because she just can't for whatever reason. And she'll pick it back up and the Dude, her yeah. journal kind of tells you what's happening and she goes back in and and decides, okay, what's going to happen with this character now? And Yeah, she was just, in that, that's the depression chapter where she's yeah. like, mm. like three days or whatever in a row, she's like, right. I can't write it. I can't, yeah. I can't write anything. And then yeah. the story matches up with the hopelessness. She's so the character that she's mm-hmm. writing goes through the same, like, I don't know how she's going to, even she is saying as she's writing, I don't know how I'm going to get this character out of this. Yeah. And she, she feels the same. So I did like that parallel. I thought that was really smartly right. done. Um, but I wouldn't put it top 10. Yeah. And like I said, if the stuff with the, where she writes a word, it's almost like scribble knots to a certain effect, but less sure. fun, mm-hmm. more dour. <laughs> Uh, where she writes a word and you kind of use that word, uh, to like avoid an obstacle in the game. Yeah. To Um, to lift something or to lift or Yeah, exactly. Uh, light or something. Light is one, I think. Um, that's, that stuff is kind of cool, but I just felt like it felt very unexplored and safe compared to the rest of the actual story and the platforming. And by the way, the platforming in the books, uh, is like a mini game in Psychonauts 2. It's like a... It's like a sick, like a very, very small fraction of Psychonauts 2, but that's like 50% of this whole game. <laughs> oh, one game I forgot to put on here because I didn't even know about it until the Epic Store had it on sale. And I'll just throw it in as an honorable mention for me. Actually, I'm going to add it here just so it, again, so Fallen history, Wonderworld. history can tell the story. Oh, uh, there you go, Tim. <laughs> uh, so Game Deck is a very intriguing cyberpunk sci-fi mm-hmm. very dark story it's a point and click adventure it's a detective story you collect information by talking to characters examining your environment um the visuals are pretty neat it's kind of an isometric view but i think that it reminds me of ascent a little bit because it's very detailed mm. um it's not perfect it certainly has some you know jankiness and certain things why can't i why do i get stuck on this railing or this step you know i've had to reload a save because it just you know it's, it's it's not a perfect game by any stretch but boy, the story is delivering. I'm on the final section now, and it's like kind of, again, cyberpunk, sci-fi, mind-blowing, like, oh, wow, I didn't see, I didn't know that's what was happening. So it's really good. I, I think it's great. Yeah. So I'll at least give it a... I mean, you're really convinced me to watch, or not watch, play a game that I normally would not play. <laughs> I need cool, to be a little man. more involved when I play a game. Than it doesn't just, seem like, long, right? Uh, no, I think it's in the six to seven yeah. hour range. It depends on how quickly... And how how okay you are with certain decisions. Because if you do a very minimal amount of talking and exploring, you can get through it and come to a deduction. But you might not be happy with the deduction that the character has. Because you can only come to a deduction that you've actually gathered data on. So, like, each path has these, like, all right, it's one of these three to five things. And some of them aren't available to you until you've collected enough evidence. um, That kind of reminds me of, uh, was it uh, Detroit? Where, yes. uh, where you're playing yes. what's-his-face, and he's kind of investigating the environment, and the and more you... if you miss something, that's yes. not an option for you. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same exact thing. I'm at a point okay. now. And I also like that the game doesn't really make you feel like you did something wrong. It's more just like, hey, this is the story because of the decision I made. Like, I'm, who am I going to side with? What am I going to say? Am I going to be more aggressive? Am I going to be more loving? Whatever. Um, it's got all those elements, too. And you, you unlock skills that unlock different... Um, dialogue options for you or action options for you as well but anyway again not an amazing game gameplay wise there's a couple little elements that are tedious for sure but i like the story a lot so i think this is going to be in my swimming in sevens too i'll talk about it because it's a 72 on metacritic i think that score is well deserved and i also think it's going to be really interesting for folks who like a good story and like the cyberpunk setting so all right um artful escape in the medium I've played both of those, finished both of those, really enjoyed the story in both. 
I don't know that we can make a case to squeeze them on since we already have more. I mean, but, Artful Escape would would be in my 10, but it'd be like 10 because it, it would barely screen. And it's only because of my bias towards the material. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's my personal experience projecting onto that game. Okay. It's not in my top 10. It's yeah. right around where I get that. Kana, it's right where Kana and Death's Door are for me personally. Mm -hmm. So like just outside the top 10, I enjoyed them, but they weren't. Yeah. Objective. So like I said, extremely low for me. So I'm not. If we leave it off, I don't care if we leave it off. I really don't. Okay. Um, cool. And then the medium. I, I did you guys all finish that? No, Kyle, you did. I did yeah, not. Yeah, I mean the story's really good, it. but like it's not like better than anything that's on the ten right here. I mean, I, I haven't like played. 11, but... Like if if this <clears throat> were a list, of course, that I was making, I obviously wouldn't have stuff like Tales Before Your Eyes or House of Ashes because I didn't play those. But you guys made good cases for all those. I don't really want to fight for the medium to go above any of those. And those are the ones that I would bump in favor of it. So I'm okay with leaving it off. I will tell people though, if you like um, sort of just walking adventure games, a very light sort of combat puzzly elements to it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the decent story, like going with the right expectations and it's got, especially the ending. It's like, Oh, yeah. Oh crap. Wow. Um, and it's heavy. It's very the topic. Who who did this game? Was it Bloober who did the layers of fear and yeah, stuff? Bluber, Bluber. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bloober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did Which Observer is, too. I heard Observer was like their masterpiece so far. I found a hilarious that, developer yeah. name for a company that makes. I know, some like I'm going to take this place. <laughs> I'm going to take this company seriously. We're going to call it Bloober. Bloober. Yeah, like I figured they should be making stuff like Chicory. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, that sounds like no. the sequel to Flubber. <laughs> but no, all they make is horror games, and it's so they should wild. be making unpacking. Bluebird should be the company that made them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's who it should be. Um, all right. So we've got. Um, I think we're at twelve. No, eleven. 11. We're at eleven. Yeah, we're at eleven. Okay. Someone's gotta so, give. Um, so if we gotta remove one that I'm championing, then House of Ashes would make sense to move over away from the list. Okay. Uh, because nobody else, you know, nobody else had played Before Your Eyes or House of Ashes. So if I had to champion one over the other, I would pick Before Your Eyes. Like if I, so visually, if you're watching this, you can see what I'm doing. For mm -hmm. me, it's these four. One of these four getting bumped isn't gonna yeah. ruin my day. Um, I really do think after we talked about it, and I'm reminded of it again, Halo Infinite, I think is great. I think the Resident Evil Village story, it's crazy. And boy, does it go some wacky places at the end. But I still really liked it. I still, yeah, yeah. It was, I still thought it was a fun story. I agree. Um, I don't think yeah. we can move Lost Judgment over. I think it's just based on what Kyle's telling us. And I, I don't think we can move Tails either now that I'm thinking about it. I think it's between these three. Deathloop, yeah. Before Your Eyes, or House of Ashes. But if we do things like job. The Fairway, you know, both <laughs> two of those are my picks. So... The fair way to do it would be for me to axe one of them, and I feel like House of Ashes should be. But we represented it strong. I did. Yeah. I did. I represented it strongly, so I'm okay with moving it off the list. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so that gets us down to ten. Um, and what I do like about when we trim these down is we're just stuck with ten really solid stories, even if we yeah, haven't dude. all played them. So even being nominated is an honor. Is what I'm saying. Okay, um, <laughs> so. They should so, all feel uh, honored to be nominated by us. Yeah. Don't you know what it means to have this the current gen stamp of approval? <laughs> it means a lot to get you uh, It means open a lot to doors. us. It means a lot to <laughs> open some doors. Tell them current gen sent you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I don't really have a no-brainer to go to the top or top group here, but we can just kind of start working our way up. I kind of do. 
I feel like we all kind of have separate lists, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is going to be a real rough list. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for me, personally, this isn't like a spoiler or anything, because we're not like revealing our personal lists, but we've got three. My top three are in this list. It's Marvel's Guardians is my number one, followed by Psychonauts 2. It was pretty close between those two, to be honest with you. And then not too far behind those is Life is Strange, True Colors. So those are my personal favorite stories this year. Um, and I would love for those to be towards the top. They don't have to be at the top, but those are my yeah. personal favorites. Are any of those matched up with any of your personal favorites? I know what was Kyle's your... got... Can, you, oh, can go... you throw them at me again? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Guardians, Psychonauts 2, and Life is Strange, True Colors. Okay. My three favorites this year. Um, all right. What's those? These are... These were my three favorite stories. Okay. I mean, obviously, my mine is like Before Your Eyes is probably my favorite story, but uh, okay. I, I feel like those three will be like among the three of us. Well, I mean, I guess Dan has Tales and Kyle has Lost Judgment. Damn, okay. this is a tough. This is the toughest yeah, list. Yeah, this is tough. <laughs> I, yeah. Every, not every, not to not to be like well my choice, but like. Um, <clears throat> I think Tails has the hardest uphill battle because of the length. So yeah. you, there's more room for there to be like, well, what about this as a negative? Um, and I'll sure. be honest with you, I don't, I, for me personally with Tails, I think the only negative story wise, and it was just more that the way that they were delivering the story, they were slapping a lot of cutscenes at you, as, whereas you were playing a lot of the game and then getting cutscenes in like a, a good pace and like it kind of like the rhythm of it was really good. But towards the end of the game, there was just like a lot of like exposition. It was like, oh, okay, you're kind of dumping a lot of this like at this moment now. But mm -hmm. um, I just, I, I think the story is pretty excellent. Um, um, I'm just going to acknowledge kind of like, uh, kind of like Dan, that, you know, like my choices obviously is not going to be at the top and I'm okay with that. Um, so I feel uh, my heart is arguing with itself over Life is Strange, True Colors, or Guardians of the Galaxy being at the top. Uh, Kyle, so where our, are you of, after, our, of our list together? Where are you after Lost Judgment? Um, I mean, it obviously should be number one, but uh, obviously, not... <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Uh, but no, I, you know, if they're gonna be quick to succeed, that uh, their favorites aren't at the top, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, well, it needs to be top five, or we're just not gonna move on. Well, and I think yeah. we could make a case um, for any of those three to be a top five. I'm just curious, what comes after Lost Judgment for you, and is it close? Well, I mean, I feel like putting Life is Strange and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy seems like uh, across all of us, we've all played those games, I, I think. Right, Dan? Yeah. Did yeah, yeah. yeah, you play yeah. Life is Strange? Okay. Uh, yeah. And Guardians of the Galaxy, and we, we all came away liking those. So, like, I, I wouldn't hate those two being at the top, you know? And then we kind of maybe start going down the list So uh, from there, maybe. I don't know. My top three are Guardians, uh, Resident Evil, and Tales. So okay. I mean, we all seem to really like Guardians as an option up top there. So yeah, I mean, it sounds, yeah. Like, it sounds like Guardians will probably be. Man, this is probably how it won the award. Everybody was like, everybody was <laughs> yeah. like, what, we, what can we collectively agree on? Jeez. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So it sounds like, and I, I, this is not asking anyone to concede anything. Everyone really did enjoy the story yes. of Guardians and I, I Life think, is Strange. Surprise! Uh, yes. I think okay. I'm comfortable saying it's a. This this is gonna this is gonna make people say whoa. Not here, maybe, but people listening. I feel like this is a better story than the movies were. So yeah, oh no, that's <laughs> so yeah. like that's not even definitely better than the second movie. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked a lot of moments in that movie, movie, but yes, uh, yeah, for sure. 
My favorite part was Drax laughing the whole movie. Was my <laughs> oh my god, that's like fifteen percent. No, it's like forty percent of his role is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, right, hey, on. that's not his fault. That's the writing. No, no, yeah, you're right. I don't know. It might have been Batista too. Who knows? <laughs> I'm right, some blame- James. You know, if it came down to blaming James Gunn or Batista, I'm going with the latter. So. Jeez. Oh, what do you guys feel about 12 minutes? We haven't really talked about it at all. We moved it over and haven't discussed it at all. Um, 12 minutes has a very strangely delivered story. And it's yes. not, I don't think it's the most original thing, but it certainly has its moments of taking you by surprise. What do you think about this one? I don't hate it by any means. I know last time it made it seem like I hated it, but I, to me, it would be towards the bottom just for me personally. Um, it, you might, it. it would be in my top five no. personally, but, but it wouldn't be that. You know, if, as far as this list is concerned, I accept that it would probably be. I, I, I think the, issue, the bottom five makes sense to me. I think yeah. the issue with me with 12 minutes is like, all right. So like when you actually once you finish the game and you get what the whole story is and you know what everything is, you're like, oh, that's it is super. Yeah, it's gross. It's and messed it, up. And it's it's my well, not the ending. I'm talking about overall. Oh, okay. but like but like it's it's one of those games where like it's like you have to do so many different things to figure out what the actual order of the events are to unlock those things where yeah. it gets kind of um, frustrating or it can be frustrating. You know what? My, uh, I misspoke. It would be in my bottom five because I forgot about Psychonauts 2 and yeah. yeah I've, Halo Infinite I've I feel it. very strongly about compared to 12 minutes. I think I've got it at the bottom. <laughs> you all right? Oh, our doorknob is broken. My wife couldn't get in. Um, I've got 12 minutes. I think you did that on purpose. Let's be real. I did. I did. Uh, At number nine. (laughs) So for me, 12 minutes is already in the bottom half of the 10. Yeah, that's fine. That's all right. So it's it's got down here. Put Um, it number 12. Dan, you had Dan, you had Resident Evil Village up pretty high. I I don't personally, although I did really enjoy it as far as horror story goes, as far as video game stories go. I thought it was. I just love Resident Evil. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Usually, most of the time. I yes. really love Resident Evil, and I like the lore dump that they pass at the end. But a lot of the story in that game gets told via notepads in one room at the very end of the yeah. game. Um, yeah. And I think that that should count for something. <laughs> so it would well, be no, that was five. that was more seven, I think. I don't think they did that in. Oh no, they did. There was that room. Yeah, no, never, no you yeah, literally right. walk into a room. Yeah. And there's the a room before yeah, the yeah, final. Yeah, yeah. There's a room before the final couple showdowns where you're just like, oh, let me I, just read everything. Oh, this is all, all the lore. I forgot okay, where yeah. you where you find. The character, yeah, okay, I forgot. So uh, I, I remember I, I finding personally out that your put baby it... was like chopped up into pieces, and you have to go find pieces. But I was like, this is cool, like you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's bottom, it's bottom five, but like maybe top of bottom five. So for me, I put it kind of by Death Loop because it's one of those things that I acknowledge it's got, especially for folks who really, really enjoy it, that they like it a lot. The performances are good. I think the writing is good. Um, I've got nothing like this is bad, and here's why. It's more just. I can appreciate it for what it is. It's just not one of my favorites. So I kind of feel like Deathloop should be below Resident Evil Village. Yeah, <laughs> it's because of my death poop. It would be whatever me. gag. It's but not the performances that. in if we're gonna sort of incorporate performances into to, how the story is, um, I think the performances in Deathloop are better. Just a little bit better. But would you? You don't have Deathloop ranked higher than it though, do you personally? You said um, was well, no, three. no, but. I guess I'm just trying to compare it as far as like that's fair because I mean again the, the the way that the story gets told in they're kind of different in each one a little bit I think I think you find out more in Resident Evil and I don't know man the Lady D performance even the little hunched over fish guy I thought 
like I thought it was performed pretty well in Resident Evil. Village. And the guy, I mean, yeah, she won guy. for uh, for best. Maybe I'm just focusing on the to... voice acting because I mean those two main leads there in, in Deathloop are fantastic. But they are. yes, yeah, they are they better are. than Ethan. And I I feel like nothing, the concept but... of Deathloop is really cool. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like the way yeah, that the story game, unfolds, yeah. I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> but again, I, the the actual like environment and the vibes of Resident Evil, and it's it's basically Resident Evil Four and Resident Evil One mixed together. Yeah. So yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, well, where would you guys put Halo Infinite compared to Resident Evil Village? Because I put Halo above it. But I put Halo above Resident Evil myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's gross. And Dan, I know you. I know you haven't played <laughs> Halo Infinite yet, Dan. But... Galo, am I right? No. No, you're not. No. Isn't no. that like a joke from like 15 Twitter's years ago? Twitter's calling you right now to cancel you. Um, That's I, like a joke I, from 15 years ago, right? Huh? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I bunched these four together because I feel like those are like personal favorites. So you've Everyone's got Tales of Arise, Lost I Judgment, Before Your like... Eyes, and Psychonauts 2, which I personally have Psychonauts 2 high. I know Jeff just well, is wrapping yeah, up. Yeah, I was, I'm about to say that I feel like it should be three. Put but, three. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. here to put it at three. I've, I've played enough of it to know that it's, it's, it's good. It's well-written and... Like yeah. I, I cannot wait to go back to it and play it more. So, um, but I I don't want to. I mean I can't discount what you guys have each said about each of the ones that you're championing. Like I be- totally believe that Tales of Arise is by far the best Tales narrative. I believe that. I believe that it does some really cool things with the story. I've already experienced some of the cool stuff with the characters. I like the dialogue that they have. I think it's and it doesn't make me cringe. A lot of times, JRPGs, the translation, right. or the performance, or something, make me go like, "Ew, that was so." Aw-. Like I was playing Edge of Eternity. That game so cringy, <laughs> so cringy. Um, well, that's that's what's awesome about this game is like, I mean, and really, the only character that's a, a, like a little bit that way is Law, because he's just he's the young. Well, he's one of the youngest. Is Law, and then Rinwell, who has the owl on her shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I have but, her on the team. But like because again because it's such a long game and you're with these characters a lot like there's there's a growth there like sure. they, how they are when you first meet them versus at the very end like yeah. they're different people so you're watching them grow and they're not even really cringy it's just laws just kind of like a I don't know he's just kind of like loud like he's just like brash so not cringy but he's like brash which maybe can annoy people but. Um, I just think the characters are really well written. I think they're grounded. I think, like I said, there are uh, themes and and situations that happen in this game that you can very much be like, oh, that's kind of very much just like real life, like this kind of thing. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, I just I think it's very well written, and I I think you can resonate with the characters and and just the things that are happening in this world and and everything that's going on. So, on the other sure. hand, I do love a good mystery in the way that kyle has described lost judgment yeah yeah yeah. yeah when like... it gets when those games get to the meat of the case it's really good so with tales of arise it's like hey that game's too long and with lost judgment it's like hey they make you beat up kids for a little while and then once you get past <laughs> beat up you get the i mean they deserve the it they're about, big too, the game's they're... about bullying and you do your fair share yeah. of it so. hey no one can judge we all cheered on johnny from cobra kyle he beat up teenagers at the yeah. beginning of that show okay oh we all gosh, loved dude. it yes you know, those kids, those shitty kids deserve <laughs> we all loved it, so. it. yeah shitty kids do best deserve character it. in television right there shitty um, kids do deserve it that's though. this this is a tough one between these three and then before your eyes of course does sound like uh, an emotional ride. So it's a, it to me. It's like if there was a way it to have sounds a tie. Like Lost Judgment's the best out of those three. I don't know. I'm I'm being unbiased. Right now. <laughs> you know what, Kyle? You can have it. It's right above Tails. Honestly, right. yeah, <laughs> you might. Well, I would argue Tails should be third because the length, the length thing you keep talking about, 
playing. Good God, it's like an 80, 90 hour game or some crap. It's the I mean, only reason like I, I get scared about like even considering going back to that game. I'm like, I, how I, much longer do I have? <laughs> I think if you don't do like any of the side stuff, which is not too much of, it's it's probably like about 50, 60 hours. Yeah, Ooh, 50, so. 50 I could do. Yeah. Before your eyes is two hours, guys. It's a movie experience. The story's right there. That means right there movie for means you. cinematic. You and know, it can be faster because you can just blink through the entire thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm willing to say that that's after Lost Judgment, as long as we say Lost Judgment. <laughs> Jeff, I, 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 I will. Yes. I stamp Jeff stamp of approval. Lost Judgment should be at the top of the our three personal things. Um, Jeff, where would you put Halo Infinite compared to Before Your Eyes? Oh, well, that's beneath. I mean, Before Your Eyes is my favorite preferred story. So it's, Got it. Halo okay. Infinite would be beneath it. Got it. Okay. But, um, I can't really make a, a judgment call on Lost Judgment <laughs> or Before Your Eyes because I haven't played either one. Tales of Arise, I'm happy at four and I'm happy at six. So I don't have a strong preference. Um, Dan, last call before we just do alphabetical with these bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, Psychonauts, did we all say that Psychonauts feels pretty good at three? Or I feel like Psychonauts should be. Yeah, I'm yeah, so far in the long. story, that, and I've had all the big reveals happen that I'm like, oh, this story is super creative, dude. Yeah. So yeah. we could do that if um, if you'd like. It was my second favorite one of the year. I did not expect Psychonauts to also make me feel feelings, because it does. Mm. There's moments where you're like, dude, it's this is like... uh, there's a sad love story thing going on. There's some alcoholism yeah. going on at one point. It's just like, Holy yeah, they, these guys got real problems. The game just frames it as like, uh, you know, each each zany level is like a metaphor for yeah. something they're dealing with, something very serious yeah. that they're dealing with. It's like, hey, attach this emotion to addiction. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, oh that's my a gosh, little dude. heavy. <laughs> yeah, and that's um, that is story stuff. The stuff where you're is. attaching thoughts to each other, like that's in the right. writing. That's story. So like, yeah. yeah, that game is just. I might hell, I might even like it more than Life is Strange at this point, but. Uh, a life is strange i beat though so i can't really you okay. know in full-throated as the uh as the gays say uh I can't, oh wait so no they, they, don't, they don't say that i'm sorry whoa what? whoa whoa <laughs> so life is strange where that's definitely two i don't even remember us moving up no the, these are just in the top three I oh, think. okay and um okay so for these three we just got to do our votes like derek suggested um so based on everything you guys have said and my experience with them um i'm putting so we'll give a point system. So three points for number one, two points for two, and then one point for your third place. So I'm going to go Lost Judgment at one, Tales of Arise at two, Before Your Eyes at three. Uh, Jeff? Oh, well, Before Your Eyes at one, obviously, and then uh, Lost Judgment at two, and Tales of Arise at negative nine. There you go, Dan? negative nine. Did you hear what Dan? I said? Negative nine. Dan, Dan. Negative. Negative 69. <laughs> If you're going to do nine, add a six in there. Uh, so Tales, number one, and then Lost Judgment, two, and Before Your Eyes, three. Although I do believe uh, Jeff saying that it is excellent. And then uh, Kyle. Uh, Lost Judgment, I'll take at number one, Before Your Eyes at number two, Tales at number three. And just strictly because of length. I think two hours to get like a really good story. Is... God damn it, Kyle. The definition of story. Oh, right, man, so... of course they're tied. Yeah, of course they're tied. <laughs> So Lost oh, Judgment, man. let's get rid of these numbers. Um, so we just have to go based on Metacritic. Someone look it up for me real quick. Which is higher, uh, Tales of Arise or Before Your Eyes? Which one's got Jesus, a higher I swear Metacritic. to God, if they're tied, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> you... just, Before Your Eyes, no, nobody's rated because no one's heard of it. Hey, man, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Before Your Eyes got 77, only a PC rating. 
Um, Tales of Rise got way higher, 87, 87, 82, so it's way higher. Okay. You're, damn, you're damn right it is. That's right. <laughs> that's just because people right are, are not willing to take risks on games. I want to play so bad it hurts, but I, I know. just know. Kyle, that, like, just do it. You know what's funny is I'm much more interested in the gameplay and setting of Tales of Arise, but before your eyes is only two hours, I'm much more likely to play that game. Yeah, same. Sure. (laughs) It's super easy, though. I'm telling you, the the story in Tales of Arise, if you're willing to stick to the end, it's it's surprisingly good. It's very surprisingly good. All right, so for our top three. Too long. Too long. For our top (laughs) three, we've got, um, we have to figure out between Life is Strange marvel's guardians of the galaxy and psychonauts 2 um kyle you've played two of these all the way through and one of them a little bit well, how would you order these just out of curiosity exactly how it is right there guardians life is strange psychonauts what about you dan i think it's good as is you played you played two of these i played right? enough uh, yeah i did play a few hours of psychonauts too i i would oh, say okay. it might be because of the themes and everything going on i mean well i mean life is strange has some pretty emotional themes also i mean it's really interchangeable mm-hmm. I, I, yeah but marvel is would be your top of, the, of yeah. those three it, between these three if i was going to choose yeah i would say marvel um, life Jeff, is strange may have had my biggest oh my god moment to be honest yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. there's a big reveal and you're like what what i hear you <laughs> yes yeah you mean down in the uh in the yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 something happens down in the, uh, it's like right it's at great. the very end of one of the chapters right yeah. at the very end and you're like yeah. son of a bitch so, i was and, so and, mad and, and, at moments I, I was like he's not nah he <laughs> yeah uh, they're not they're not well, uh, you know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I only saw it coming as that scene started. I, I same said year, but that, that's I was when like, I was like... Yeah. I was like, this is going to happen. And I, I, yeah, I was trying to convince myself it wasn't going to happen. Um, such a... Yeah. Anyways, it felt a like... Moment. And it's still it was whatever such a it happened. Betrayal. I was like, no! <laughs> that's but, when you know the story's good because it felt like a betrayal to us and it's yeah. they're not real characters. But I like, about... It was like the characters <laughs> are real. just so... They're real are so well written and fully realized that you're like, oh man, that hurts. It feels like a stab wound. Well, I think uh, Guardians has the advantage in terms of story. Not only did I think that overall plot line start to finish was overall just awesome. stronger. For me personally, like I found that to be a more interesting storyline slightly than the Life is Strange storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, characters were all great. Dialogue and both were great. But the interactions between the characters and Guardians was just much more natural. And maybe that's the development issue. You know, maybe just that the next Life is Strange game, there'll be a little more of a smooth transition between characters and with guardians it felt super smooth to me at least um in the conversation it felt very cinematic in a lot of ways i feel like some people really hated what they did with mantis i thought that scene that whole level was amazing mantis was so good in the game dude yeah Yeah, i don't understand the hate for that telling telling drax's story i thought was hilarious fantastic she was so funny well, and I, um, I guess ultimately I just more care about stuff that's going on in space, pew pewing and stuff like that, than I do yeah. like girls falling in love with people. So that's fair. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. again, that's fair. it's it's it helps a lot that just we didn't have the expect a certain expectation because we just yeah. weren't sure, you know. I mean, yeah. surprise. I mean, I feel, I feel like you could say the same for. Uh, I, I'm gonna say that Guardians. I feel like I feel like Guardians should be number one here, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, Life is Strange, I feel like we could say the same. We were like, I don't know, man. Life is Strange 2 was really slow, didn't really work because yeah, it didn't yeah. feel focused. Mm-hmm. There was no main city of people you'd get to know. Um, and the, God, did that deliver, man. It was Dude, just a return to form. 
all three of these had that same thing going where it's like, is this going to be good? I don't know if this is going to be good. Like it's yeah. Psychonauts yeah. 2 had a weird development cycle and it kept. Yeah, it took a while, back. right? It's like, true. Yeah, they announced yeah. it like uh, it was like, I don't years. know about this one. Yeah. And I, I don't know, maybe it'll deliver. Life is strange. Like you just said, Marvel's was like, nope, Avengers suck. This is going to suck. But OK, like, well, yeah. I guess we'll play it. And all three of them exceeded expectations at best i so. thought gutter into the galaxy was going to be swimming in seven's game like yeah right. sure right but and, no, like, and, now I, it's and i'm all about it i was like and i'm happy right. with that i'm happy with that level of game and yeah. like we got a nine out of ten, 10 out of 10 9 out of 10 game like i thought mm-hmm. it was absolutely yeah. amazing so it seems like that order of guardians life is strange and psychonauts two in our top yeah. three and if i had we've... beaten psychonauts i probably would be in the psychonauts is better than life is strange camp but uh i don't Too know late. sorry nope sorry i don't know i'm 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 personally there but it's not by much. It's really close. Um, it is very I, close for sure. Yeah. Because I, I mean, Life is Strange had no business entertaining me and capturing me like it did. Like I yeah, thought it was gonna. It was kind of a, a the butt of the joke for a while. Like when we yeah. heard the concept and everything, and yeah. how and serious they were advertising really this game. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was like this is stupid. They, this I, is. I like, was expecting just... more like two, where yeah. the first episode had some moments, but then the the big. Or whatever um, cliffhanger at the end, I was like, I just don't care. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really digging yeah, what they're doing sure. with two. And I kind of expected that with True Colors, but I did care. I cared a lot. I think it says thinks. a lot too that Derek uh, liked it, right? Or does like yeah. it? I think he yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, and then we've got. Um, he would be so mad at Death Loop's placement here. <laughs> <laughs> Boss judgment, Tales of Arise before your eyes, Halo Infinite. Death Loop didn't really have anyone to truly champion. I know Dan, you gave us. I thought you gave us a good case to get it on the list at all. To be honest yes. with you. Um, and then, but I think I feel like I've played enough of it, even though I don't know the quote-unquote big reveals although i have had some stuff spoiled for me i haven't said that but i have had some pretty major stuff of that loop spoiled stumbled across some conversations i shouldn't have like ah crap so i kind of do know and maybe that's ruined it for me but even kind of knowing some of the here's what's really happening i'm still kind of like i hear the ending sucks too so eh. like well it's yeah because you basically have three choices and it's just kind of like it just ends and like the scene happens and the stories just don't end like they conclude (laughs) So, yeah, I I just like that would I would like even if I love the game all the way through, if the end like stumbled, I would like that would be major points off. It's just nothing like kind of like cool or like shocking or interesting happens. It's just like, oh, all right. Sure. okay. Now, the only thing that I'm wondering here is before we kind of say here's our final best story. Top 10. Um, Dan, you had Resident Evil Village quite high and we stuck it down here at eight. How do you feel about that below, for example? You haven't played Halo Infinite yet, but b- below Tales of Arise, you okay with that or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, okay. that's uh, okay. okay. Um, cool. I think it's a good top ten. I mean, obviously yeah. it's a shared yeah. list, so it's hard to really always land at something that everyone's super yeah, happy with. But might have been the toughest. Yeah. It might, it might, it been might the end up being so far. It might end I mean, I care about story the most out of anything in a video game. I so. agree. I agree. Same. That's that's yeah. what hooks me. Like if it if something like thing. Deathloop, for example, if the story doesn't grab me immediately uh, within the first like three hours, then I'm like, all right, oh, well, you know what? I, get I have to be so doing stuff for a reason in games. Yeah, you know? like something yeah. has to be guiding me along. Yeah. So our top ten is at number ten. We've got twelve minutes, and then nine is Deathloop, Resident Evil Village at eight, Halo Infinite at seven, Before Your Eyes at six. Tales of Arise at 5, Lost Judgment at 4, Psychonauts 2 at 3, Life is Strange True Colors at 2, and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, just like the Game Awards, takes Best Narrative <laughs> of the Year. So Jeff Keighley was right. <clears throat> Jeff was right. Keighley. Jeff was yeah. right. And it that was all is Jeff actually, Keighley. He voted for it solely. That is was... also my personal 
favorite story of the year. So as long as yeah, I, get I love that story, when that's what I was, I was like, yeah, it's a great story. So people should stop complaining. <laughs> I guess it's just uh, Tim gets what he wants and everyone else can just argue about the numbers. Below. <laughs> yeah. We all know well, lots dad of really gets whatever he wants. Right, dad? Dad. <laughs> dad got the biggest piece. Yep, sure did. And uh, <laughs> felt good. <laughs> all right. So uh, there you go. There's our best story. That's, I mean, uh, there were some good stories this year. So if you've heard us talk about something that maybe you haven't played or haven't, I mean, everything on the top 10 is worth playing from a narrative perspective uh, one way or another. Um, even the yes. stuff that didn't quite make the list that we've talked about a little bit. Go give some of that stuff a look. All right. Let's jump into our swimming in sevens slash Derek's. Uh, of this the year so these you, are uh, insert the image tim this is where you insert oh did it. you did you just send it to me i think i've got it it's the... in the it's in the thing but you you insert it right now there you go hang on that's where you um, do it hang on yeah, well i meant like when you're at i, I meant like if if you wanted to do that when you're editing so oh. like it takes up the whole screen but all right everybody up. here's swimming in sevens <laughs> slash derrick's <laughs> there Beautiful. you go that's your big intro good job thank, dan thank you good job dan <laughs> I All get right, really go. bored. I Photoshop a lot. <laughs> oh, there it yeah, is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Well, that's like yeah. the yeah, that's like the square of it, right? Why is it squared? I, like it. I don't know. It's, it's just, full full picture for me. Just to ah, preview. Okay. Pre yes, if you bring up chat, then it'll show you the whole thing. Chat. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'll go first. Here are some of my favorites that were, um, whether they were critically not received as well as others or maybe just me personally i had them below my top 10 but boy did i really enjoy them maybe it's guilty pleasures um that kind of thing um some stuff that didn't quite make my swimming in sevens list stuff and i'll if you guys have these feel free to talk about them i won't say much about them but um the medium tribes of midgard into the pit back for blood Period. all games all games I that fell in the pit. sorry tim exactly <laughs> all games that didn't get incredible reviews but had the right audience for you know and and so um but they didn't make my top five my top five number five is evil genius 2 world domination that mm. game is really fun and it get, it got rated in the 70s for a good reason it's not the best kind of uh base management sim or city management sim by any stretch but it's charming it's fun it's very easy to control it's you know if you wanted to be Gru or one of the bad guys from the incredibles it's kind of that vibe um and i think it's i think it's a, a good fun game if you like simulation uh, games. I don't think it controls great on the Xbox. We we hmm. tried it on there. I just don't like controller controls for uh for these yeah. games. Highly recommend. They're usually tricky, yeah. Experience. Number 4 for me, I mean this is as sevens as it gets. This is as mediocre as it gets. Is lawn mowing simula simulator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. th th that even getting in the 70s is a triumph. So. Oh, uh, this game <clears throat> this game is hilarious and it's exactly what it sounds like. I mean there's no I mean I'm surprised it didn't win best narrative, honestly, for me. Um, but <laughs> can we? We yeah. can change that. We can. You start a lawn, you start a yard <laughs> company and you hire people, you train them, you buy lawnmowers, you upgrade them, and you go mow lawns at parks, at houses, businesses. You go mow. That's what you do. Okay. So, and that's exactly what it is. You make money and you buy more warehouses, buy more mowers. That's all it is. Oh my gosh, I don't know why. I listened to podcasts while I played this game for a few hours. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with me? Tim, don't let your dreams be dreams. I think it's because I live in Colorado and we don't have a yard of any kind. And so maybe mm. I just miss mowing from the Midwest. I don't know what it is. Um, I do like mowing in real life. I just don't <laughs> mow anymore. I don't need to. Everything's dirt and cactuses. All right. Um, number three is Solar Ash, 
which also ranked in the mm. 70s, but I think is quite a good game, even from what I've played. No, I haven't gotten far enough into the second area, Jeff, for it to really make me love it yet. But um, for me, it's a uh, very high quality. Like eights and stuff, so I kept it off this. But I think it's... You guys can double check. I thought I saw it in the 70s. It might have oh. bumped up since then. Uh, but for me, at least, it kind of qualifies because it wasn't yeah. on my top 10. Yeah, some, um, of the, some of this list is about feeling, too. Yeah. yeah, it didn't make my top 10, but I do, from what I've played, I do like it a lot. Number two is Game Deck, which I just talked about. It's that point-and-click adventure sci-fi cyberpunk game. Um, really fun. I don't know if it's necessarily worth the full price for everyone to play. Maybe mm-hmm. when you see it on sale or if it's a free game on Epic Store or if it ever comes to consoles or something, it's it's worth a try. I think it's great. I think it's a great game. And then number one for me is 12 Minutes, which did land in the uh, 70s there, I think, with the mm-hmm. ratings. I don't think it got I don't think it got heralded or anything by all the re- reviewers out there. Um, but I thought it was creative. It was very inventive. It caught my attention. I was really hooked on it when I played it. Uh, I didn't want to stop playing it because I wanted to find out what would happen next and what else I could try. And so there you go. Those are my swimming and sevens. Uh, Dan, what about you? Uh, so I got four of them. Okay. Uh, so number four is Chris Tales. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really excited about that one, and unfortunately, a bit let down. The artwork um, was cool, though. Yes, visually, the the style of it is really cool. I do like the combat, how it's very sort of uh, like Super Mario RPG um, or Legend Legends of Dragoon. Um, so you're kind of more interacting with the combat instead of just clicking attack and doing an attack. Um, and the, the time aspect is really cool too, having the screen sort of divided into past, present, future. Um, but it's just, it's clunky and the story, the way that the story kind of unravels is a bit clunky too. Um, some of the cutscenes, the audio is super weird. It almost sounds like the, the voice actors were recording on like some $30 mic or something. It was, oh. it was super, super odd. Um, yeah, so unfortunately that wasn't um, as good as it could have been. But um, I don't know if it's Kaze, Kaze and the Wild Masks. I think so. I, um, that one I actually just started playing. I was playing with the wife, but we've gotten to a level where it's a bit too hard for her. So it's a uh, it's a tricky game. It's really tricky. yeah, it is. Um, it is it is fun, but I I I think it is averaged in sort of like the mid seventies maybe, and that sounds about right to me. It's the, like low eighties, but but it it feels like it? a seven okay. game, yeah. Honestly. It's just this. There's nothing like the. It looks really good. The music's a little boring. There are some decent tracks, but mostly nothing too special. And then like the level design, sometimes is like, oh, okay, this is actually doing something interesting. And then other times mm-hmm. it is just kind of a lot of moving forward. So, um, nothing too crazy. Echo Generation. I was really excited about this one. The story is just kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, but visually just looks really cool. Yeah, I love yeah. the visuals of that. Just, yeah, the visuals. And then there are some, like, it, it, not that, like, they're not, like, good story moments, but, like, interesting story moments. Like, there's this whole thing with, like, this, uh, I think he's the principal. And, like, there's a super dark, like, thing going on with the principal and some stuff going on in the basement. And I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of cool. But, yeah, I was kind of expecting more out of that. And then Scarlet Nexus. Nice. Uh, it's just it's just so long. It's such a long game. If they just shaved off like ten hours of that game, or ten hours is a lot of time. So like having to shave off that much, it's like you're just leaving more room for there to kind of be fluff that doesn't really matter. And so it still wouldn't be half as long as Tales of Arise. Yes, exactly. 
Yeah, but that's <laughs> the thing. It, it's the opposite of Tales of Rise, where Tales of Rise is even longer, but there's a lot of good stuff happening throughout right. those long right. hours, whereas yeah. Scarlet Nexus is long, but like... I played yeah. the first 10 hours of Scarlet Nexus, and I was like, when does this get good? Like, I just, I felt <laughs> like, like, a lot of the world building was interesting, but like, I yeah. was like, oh, there's just... But then there's a lot of a stuff lot of that's jargon just, like, going not, on, and... It's, it's not, not getting interesting. there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very slow to get there. Yeah. So, that's my list. All right. Kyle, what about you? What are your swimming um, in Derek's? I'll just, uh, my swimming in Derek's inside of them. Uh, <laughs> Tribes of Midgard and the Medium. We talked about those. Mm-hmm. They're good. Check them out. You know, they're swimming in sevens. Uh, to go a little more deeper, uh, Battlefield 6. This game's a mess. A lot of fun, though. I'll probably put more hours in this game than anything this year. And I, it's just, it's a ton of, it's a ton of fun. I, I, I like it a lot. Uh, it's a mess of a game. Uh, mm. So Yeah, um, it seems it. I don't, I don't have problems like logging on and playing, but just stuff like not being able to see your own kill-death ratio, like, like just little weird stuff like that. Even like the progression system is kind of bizarre. I don't like playing mm. as like characters because like the, you see like 10 of you on the other person's team. Yes. And it's just weird. I don't know. I don't I don't really like it. Um, mm. I miss the class systems. Um, there's just a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense. 120 or whatever what it is. It might be too many people. Yeah. 128 yeah. <laughs> might be too many. Yeah. Yeah. The maps oh, yeah. are too big trying to get from one place to another like kind of feels like it takes a second sometimes and like i don't know it just there's a lot of issues there but there's also no other feeling like running into battle with like 60 people on both sides of you and it's uh it's pretty epic so i've had a lot of fun with it but uh, everyone who has problems with it they're right uh so <laughs> uh, yeah. aliens fire team elite super oh, fun that's right mm, about such that a game. such a such a good time with this game uh really nails the feel and the vibe of aliens in terms of just like the aesthetics and stuff like that uh, even the sound effects and stuff like that. It's like they just picked it right out of the Aliens Vault. Very, very cool. Really enjoyed this game. Uh, Jeff, we we're almost at the end, man. we got to beat this game. <laughs> we got to beat it. we got to go back to it. I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, like a year. it's been like a year now. Who cares? It's not yes. his swimming in seven, right? So. Um, my last one is uh, Samurai Warriors 5. I love the series. I think it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Even if you have like a passing interest in like Japanese history or whatever, this is like a really very fun, ridiculous everybody's hot version of telling that story <laughs> of like hot. it's just ridiculous yeah the whole thing is is, is, Uso is games is cool. are ridiculous Muso games are awesome and they're just yeah. they're the they're the ultimate palate cleanser for me so yeah those are those are nice. my five cool by the way jeff looks like solar ash got 76 and 78 depending okay. on the platform so yeah it wasn't again not horrible on the higher end of the sevens but i think that's why i it's awful it. it's, a, it's a bad game it's, it's bad <laughs> worst of the year obviously Unpacking, All right, Jeff. Cody. So what do you got? Yeah, uh, I'm just going to mention some that I feel are treated like they're sevens, but I feel like I feel like reviews were stronger than that, at least for some, for some critics. But like Solar Ash is one you mentioned. Um, I, I saw too many good reviews for me to be like, oh, that's a seven game, but I freaking I love that game. Yep. Um, uh, uh, House of Ashes, I feel like there were many eight reviews or whatever, eight or mm-hmm. not nine, but like many solid eights for that one and it probably is in the 70s and metacritic but um i feel like that one's defended plenty um same with lost words beyond the page like i feel like that one reviewed well enough and 12 minutes to got like award attention for crying out loud so i mean and it has an all-star cast so i mean it's yeah <laughs> that game's doing fine so i'm going to mention some other ones that uh um some we've already talked about um so two of the kind of the same genre for for uh, i guess would be back for blood and aliens fire team elite because they're kind of doing the same thing um but they kind of feel this is more about feel for me like aliens is definitely a seven 
a swimming in seven, swimming in Derek's beehole. Uh, so it's uh, <laughs> all up in that beehole. All, all up in it. Really specific. Uh, <laughs> but like Aliens is definitely one of those. Like it feels like I was just thinking more stuff. like he's a giant and he ate everyone and we're in a stomach coming around. Yeah, we're swimming oh, around okay. it. Oh, a little okay, less okay. sexy. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. That's on me. That's on me. That's on me. Guys. I mean, that's his own fault. Him and his sexually ambiguous relationship with Sasan. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Aliens is really fun, though. I mean, it's it's definitely the back for blood, uh, left for dead, you know, formula. Yeah. But it's lower budget. And uh, the reason I bring up Back for Blood in this conversation is because, like, yes, some people reviewed it well or whatever. But it kind of came and went. Like, it was, yeah. like, a few weeks where everybody played it. Yeah. And nobody's really talking about it at the end of the year. And um, and it did kind of, like, there's some glitchy stuff that, like, this doesn't feel – it feels like a 7 out of 10 type game. But, like, it's so much freaking fun, dude. Uh, so yeah. It is. Yeah, it's, a, it's uh, in my top ten, so I couldn't put it here. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And it's you know what? Good, good for you, man. That deserves. Yeah. I know, but I totally agree with you. It did come and go, and no one really talks about it. There was a lot of like, well, it's not Left for Dead, and I'm like, yeah, it's back. It's for actually blood. exactly Left for Dead. No, but what they're saying is, it's like they're they're like, it's not the same level. You know, I, I don't know. Like people had sure. this big hang up that it just like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I felt like the quality was well. That's was stuck there, in the past, so. right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. People just wanted something else. I don't. Know. I don't get it. Uh, another one that I already mentioned, Tribes of Midgard. I just had such a blast playing, even just one night uh, with you guys, yeah. figuring out figuring out that game as you go along each run. Uh, yeah. Felt like, yeah, it was it was a different kind of rewarding, where it's like punishing in a sense, but not too punishing. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, okay, now I know how to approach this run. I really know? like living so up to the dad name first, when I play you know? those kind of games. I'm like, all right, guys, we've got to go over here now. All right, yeah. guys, we've got to go do you that. You dadded now. it up in it. Oh, where perfect. do we go? <laughs> yeah. It's the same with Valheim. What do I do next? Yeah. <laughs> I got you, son. Uh, next, you I listed the, next, I listed the gunk just yeah. because yeah. it should have been, weird I mean, with a name like that, it should have been garbage. But I got gunk is actually what's inside Derek's beehole. So. That's what oh it is. My the gunk, <laughs> See, the gunk is definitely swimming in Derek. See, it all um, comes back around full circle. Uh, uh, guys. <laughs> Guy gunk. So uncomfortable. Uh, so, so the, yeah, this game is like, the story is decent. The gameplay does somewhat evolve in those four hours. Like, you're kind of doing more stuff with, you're pew-pewing a little bit with the vacuum cleaner thing. Uh-huh. Um, and the puzzles are not too challenging. Like, I feel like anybody can play this. Like, it's it feels like it's meant for kids to kind of play it too. It's like yeah. Luigi's Mansion a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. A little Luigi's Mansion, a little Kane and Bridge of Spirits, and a little of its own thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it's decent. You know, it's exactly a 7 out of 10. Um, and my, uh, I guess, the last one I want to mention is Fist, Forge of Shadow Torch. Yeah. I just, this game is, I mean, I, I was not even going to buy it. I was like, this is so stupid. Like, it's you're another freaking animals talking thing. Like, an, yet another one. There's like four thing. games like that in 2021. And uh, I was like, "This is there's no way this is going to be good. Uh, it is. Um, it's, the platforming feels great. The combat's really fun, especially as you unlock more, you know, more in your arsenal. Yeah. Um, it, you know, even some of the story stuff is kind of cool, but the, how thought out the world is, even if it's very, very much clear, very clear that a foreign, like, you know, it's, it's done in a foreign country because some of the stuff makes no sense. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> like the way yeah. people talk is like, come on, chill out. Bro, you're not Steven Seagal. It's <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Steven Seagal moments. Yeah, Steven Seagal. There's yeah. a ton of them. Uh, but this game is so fun to play. And it sounds I was like a Steven Seagal movie. Fist, Forged, and Shadow Torch. Yeah. If you told me that was a direct to DVD Seagal movie. I believe you, 100. percent 100% feels like a Seagal movie uh, title for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good one. I forgot that was. I think it's in the 70s too. It's a good call. 
I think so. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it reviewed like horribly, but not amazing. And I do believe that is a PlayStation exclusive. So that takes us to our final category oh. for tonight. So buckle did up. Did you did you talk about your? So yeah, you did. You talked about your swimming in sevens. I'm sorry, I forgot. Lawn mowing, whatever the hell. Lawn, right. <laughs> lawn mowing. Hey, don't worry. I put solar ash just barely above that one. All right. So um, we've got best Sony PlayStation exclusive. So th- these get trickier year by year because, for example, when we when we get to the Xbox exclusives, there are some games that earlier this year were Xbox exclusives. They were on the list. I was wondering where they would rank. Stuff like the medium is no longer exclusive. Mm. Hit the PlayStation consoles. Yeah, you know, it came out early, in like November or something, right? Does yeah, it... early this fall or late summer, early fall. Yeah. So, so exclusives are tougher and tougher to come by. You're not always going to get a year like 2020 when you've got some unbelievable instant classics for the Sony system. This has been a little bit of a different year. That being said, not a bad year at all. So let me share the list we've got here. Give me one second to. All right, boys, I'll take care of this. I'm the Sony pony, so. We got our pony here. See you next weekend. Okay. (laughs) All right. Bye. Um, So I did my best. That's all there is. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. I did my best to make sure I included everything that was at least, I guess we could use the word notable. I'm not trying to insult anything that's not listed here, but I think these are all the notable console exclusives to the PlayStation. So what we'll end up doing probably is a top five because we've done that Yeah, top five spices it up a little bit. Yeah. We've done that before. So what I think I'm going to do is I think I'm going to change this to narrow to five. Because oh, there's not that many. Uh, and yeah, there's only six I could possibly see even being considered for a five. And then I think we'll have well, the same issue with Xbox. They actually don't have as many console exclusives as you might think um, from this year. So anyway, so here's the list. If you're just listening, we've got and alphabetically Deathloop, Destruction All-Stars, Fist, Forge, and Shadow Torch, Fract, which is a VR game, Guilty Gear Strive, Jet the Far Shore, Kane of Bridge of Spirits, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Returnal, Solar Ash, Synth Riders, another VR game, and Tormented Souls, which I don't know what that is. So That's a uh, Resident Evil knockoff. I played the demo. It's it's oh. okay. Oh, okay. It's All right, okay. I didn't know it was mm. RE. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. All right so so All Stars, um, right? Obviously, guys. Destruction yeah, All Stars. All Stars. That was going to be my joke. Yeah, number one. Yeah. Frag. And then, uh, yeah, Frag. Lock, all the way. Lock it in. <laughs> Um, can we get synth out. writers? I bet that's some kind of like music game, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> is there anything that I'm missing, uh, especially you, Pony Boy, with the giant cloud I mean, sword behind you? I don't think so. Um, I, think I mean, we're a- not we're not going to count integrate, right? Even because that's the Yuffie DLC. That's a separate thing, correct? Mm. Or Mm-mm. I personally it's wouldn't DLC. count it. Or sure. I mean, okay. Even even when The Witcher came out with Blood and Wine, which is a full video game. Sure. I wouldn't count it that year because it's connected it's, to The Witcher Three. Yeah, it's exactly. DLC. Well, yeah, then I can't. For that, yeah. I can't yeah. think of anything else. So. Okay. All right, so let's start uh, moving stuff over. I don't think it's going to be too difficult. Shouldn't take no, nearly so as long as story either. Um, but I think Kana, Ratchet, Returnal are obvious move overs, right? Yes. Solar Ash maybe Even too. Even Solar Ash too is yes. obvious to me. Death Loop, yeah, Death Loop is Deathloop, obvious. Yes. <clears throat> Solar Ash would bring that one over. The only one that could could make it in the five is Fist, in my opinion. But uh, Fist well, that one over. I would put Guilty Gear above Fist, but and I, I haven't, haven't even played haven't, Guilty Gear. I haven't played but. it. Kyle, you played it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's good. I mean, yeah. it's a fighting game. You know, <laughs> how do, I don't know how you fight for that. You know, it's a uh, it's a really solid fighting game by one of the best fighting game developers working right now. So yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. Okay. 
So that makes sense. Those are kind of the ones I expected. I wasn't sure about Guilty Gear. I didn't know if anyone had played it. Um, okay. So as far as narrowing it to five, what are the ones that, I mean, for me, the ones that aren't obviously in the list are Guilty Gear and Fist, right? Sure. No? I would say so. Yeah. At least not obvious. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. Let me move. I mean, I would agree with that, but I have no Guilty Gear experience. I wouldn't put Guilty Gear above any of the ones that are over there, even Solar Ash, which I haven't played. Sure. Because, <clears throat> Jeff, you wouldn't put Fist over Solar Ash, right? No, no. The exploration in Solar Ash is okay. like in the, in the traversal plus combat combination. Okay. I mean, it's just, yeah. I think it's in my... I think I just edged out Ratchet and Clank for <laughs> Solar Ash because over time I just like... Just like, yeah, that game is like way better. Like, I don't, it's yeah. just more interesting, you know? Like, yeah. <clears throat> yes, I think this is our five that we can go ahead and start ranking over here. All right. Um, I knew this wouldn't be nearly as difficult to narrow it down. Now it's a matter of like, which ones does everyone <laughs> like the best? Yeah. Um, I've played at least, I, I've played enough that I personally ranked each of these somewhere. So I feel like I've got at, at least a, what do we call it? A chunky slice of each game. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. In the case of uh, Kana, I did finish that one, um, but the rest of them I at least got what I consider a chunky slice in order to rank them. So I, I personally have Kana at the top of my list. I don't know if that's just unfair because that's the one that I finished. Um, but I thought it was moving well, and I mean, sweet and fun and challenging and not yeah. perfect, not perfect. But it, I thought it was really a great, especially as a debut indie game, amazing. So I finished three of these, and Kana would be at the top for me too. And you you finished Ratchet and Clank too, and you're a big yes. champion of that one. Yeah, okay. and and Solar Ash. So like, I, uh, okay. the only ones I can't speak to are the tough ones. They're too hard. I feel I feel like Returnal, <laughs> even though I it's can too, teach you how it's to play too hard for me cage. too. Yeah, no, please teach me because I suck at that game. But Returnal, I feel like Returnal is like so, is absolutely amazing. I think it's, so. I think the real answer the, is Deathloop and Returnal need to be at the top, but I know that's not going to happen. So um, I think Returnal. I think Returnal absolutely needs to be number one. I think that's I I, I just I think mean, you're it, the only it, one it that is. would be arguing. No, no, no. I'm I'm actually going to back him up on that one. I think Returnal. Because the thing is, the thing, the only thing that you could too. really, the only thing you could really throw at Returnal as a con is like the story, I guess. But like no, there, there are it's interesting. It's just too hard. That's the con. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. Okay, sure. But I meant like once if you actually experience it front to back like if you do beat it and you're seeing the story moments like there are really cool Sorry. visual things that happen um it's just again it's like what well, is really I, I going feel on? like it's some of the best usage of like the the new haptic feedback controller and stuff like that yes. I feel like that's yeah. a lot of I feel like there's a lot of really cool visual stuff going on in this game it's a pretty like, game feel and 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 look yeah like are all there as well but you could the say the same thing about ratchet fantastic. too like it uses yeah. the haptic feedback really well Kana does as well yeah. all of these games actually Kana uses it pretty brilliant like yeah cane, yeah well and that with that cane yeah. felt super cool with yeah. that controller yeah <clears throat> yeah honestly i mean of these solar ashes at number five for me because these four the other four are that. actually are yeah. actually my personal top four for these mm -hmm. and um for me ratchet and Deathloop, they were kind of fighting for third place and they're both really good and i see why people like them they're just not my personal genre that i was into for whatever so I, oh i get it so the games that jeff completed we're putting at the bottom. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm um, kidding. It's and fine. Then, <laughs> and then for me, Kana and Returnal were fighting for that top spot, and it was legitimately tough for me to pick because Returnal, I think, objectively, might have the best 
at least shooting combat of the year, if not yes. overall yeah, combat absolutely. of the year. Yes. Overall it's combat, just like yeah. it's a, it's a hard it's a hardcore throwback video game. Like yeah. I I used this term before, but it's a video game ass video game. Dude, like, it just well, feels so smooth to run yeah. around and strafe I mean, and shoot and dodge. It feels amazing. How, but smart... Kina, go ahead. Oh no, sorry. No, I was gonna say Housemark make has made like all of these sort of bullet hell type of like side scrolling mm-hmm. the sh- the like the ship old school right. ships side scrolling shooters, but they turned it into a 3D environment, and you're a person yeah. dealing with enemies firing you from all these different angles in that manner, like and all these different types of projectiles. And I feel like you can yeah. like they have never done a game like this before, much like Kana has never done a game before. So they kind of have these sure. Cinderella story development. Uh, kind of background stories as well i mean to me if, if we're splitting here is it would be like returnal kana ratchet death loop solar ash that's probably like a, mm-hmm. that's probably how i would uh, yeah the reason that i personally give kana the edge is mainly just because of the genre of game i much prefer a third person kind of yeah. action adventure with RPG and you could win elements. me over with that argument i i enjoy like, that more that's than my Bullet that's Hell my well. personal yeah. genre pick but that's, yeah that's the same for me yeah. but if i'm I think Returnal does something incredibly unique. I can't say that Kana does. It has unique elements in its platforming and yeah, in its like combat. Yeah, the, like the rot thing. Is, it's got uh, some unique, unique elements, but uh, yeah. I mean, Returnal is incredibly unique in, in a lot of the stuff that it does. So I I love it. And so for me, you, it's, it's, almost, guys it's almost like saying it's a, like if I gave Kana a 90, I've got Returnal at 89. I didn't actually score them. But if I, you know what I mean? Like it's it's sure. that close. It's yeah. that close for me personally. Really yeah, close. I think I think you guys overall liked Kana a, a bit more than me. I would I would personally put Kana at four. I think Ratchet and Clank is probably a higher quality game overall, but I actually didn't play it, so I just feel like it probably is a higher quality. Then Kana's game. better. <laughs> okay, but that's just interesting. Saying. You're saying that. I think I actually think you're right. I think top to bottom, the visual and just kind of the sharpness and the the fine tuning of Ratchet. Mm-hmm. Might be objectively better. I think you might have a yeah, point there. If we're arguing vi- visuals, is going to be a totally different. Well, not even just actually, that, but uh... but even just the sharpness of like, I mean, it's a practically glitch free. I mean, Ratchet and Clank is yeah, pretty immaculate, and Kana certainly is. had some moments of kind of like, all right, that was a little bit. The, does like, Ratchet the hit detection and, um, wasn't perfect. Does Ratchet and Clank have like like as far because like how I was saying with um with Kana, how you just don't really feel like you know her. And sort of this like this sort of emptiness in the story in between those moments where then you gotta get hit in the face with like the emotion. It, in Ratchet and Clank, is there like kind of a consistency to the story? Like it. it I mean, I guess, but you like Saturday, those games for Saturday story. morning cartoon stuff. It's that's not, like, yeah. Well, that's what I'm just trying to compare because yeah. to me, the biggest mm-hmm. the biggest gripe that I have with Kana is the story, or lack thereof. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the story is still better than Rift Apart because it's okay. Uh, Same. Be, just because. Although. We just because say, the story beats are a little stronger, and then Rift Apart is just kind of like, oh, this is silly. Like, there's okay. not really, and not silly in an It yeah. Takes Two way, where they're they're achieving a goal that's like universal, like people can you know relate to. But sure. like, it's just silly, silly. Like, it's just eh, it's silly. It's silly. But the you know? new the new uh, character is it was it Rivet? Was that her name? Yes. Yeah. Rivet's another, pretty great. Another the, whatever his the other clank. not Lorax, whatever they're called. <laughs> There's there's another, yeah, the another Lorax, clank yeah. too, which is I mean I thought the inclusion of them was actually quite charming and they did a good job with that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it, but yeah, I don't think I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's maybe I just the third person goofy shooting very like you said Kyle Saturday morning cartoon silliness, maybe that combo of things because it's not my favorite genre. 
Mm-hmm. And it didn't really, it didn't have a story or characters that I, as an adult man, am that interested in. I thought it was right. funny. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I mean, but, but with, with Kana, it's dealing with death and loss and grief. Sure. And there's, there's a lot of heavy elements in there. And um, I just really liked it. I, I just, I, I liked it a lot. So to yeah. me, it's, it's Kana Returnal fighting for that top spot, in, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Over. And I, this is, we got to say this about Deathloop. Deathloop is objectively phenomenal like it really is a great great game like what they did and how creative it is is amazing and i for some reason and i feel like i've said this about a couple games tonight so i'm not trying to be negative but for some reason i'm just not that interested in continuing it i got to a point where i was kind of like all right it's time to dive back in on another loop i don't think i want to like i don't think i want to go pick up that gun again and do that same thing i just don't think i want to do that again and Mm -hmm. honestly although i felt some of that same stuff with returnal i still had more fun when I finally made myself do another run in Returnal, I had way more fun. Something about that, the gameplay that, is... Yeah, fun. I agree with that. Well, with Returnal, it's it's easier to kind of wrap your head around because you're just moving forward and going through rooms yes. and, and trying to escape <clears throat> the loop. That loop. It's funny that they're both about loops. Um, yeah. Death loop is more like... It's like... A, um, a stealth game but like also like a puzzle game a bit because you're sure. having to yeah. you're having to find the information to then trigger cole being like oh okay here's this thing and then like he'll kind of have like a little like internal monologue about it like oh all right so i found this and i gotta do this at this moment sort of thing but like you have to find that stuff and if if you're just not somebody who is good at observing the environment in a game and 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 finding those things you're not going to move forward it's just not mm-hmm. going to happen or so. is it fair to say because I, I agree with you if you're not if that's not your strength then it could not be a fun game yeah. also i love those types of things in some games sure but i just don't like it in this game i don't know why like i'm playing yeah, yeah, a yeah. detective game that is literally the whole gameplay element is explore sure. the environment find things to advance yeah and i'm enjoying that i'm not enjoying it in this and i don't know what it is um yeah. so it's not a knock that the game is objectively bad it's not this is just for me personally i've got it yeah. a little lower well game deck is its main focus right whereas in That's... in death loop it's like a component of moving forward correct. so correct correct um and i do love stealth games I actually don't think the stealth in this is done right. So that's sure. another problem yeah. I'm having is as I'm stealthing around, I'm like, this doesn't as satisfying as Hitman or even or like Ghost of Tsushima or these games that d- just do stealth so well. Yeah. I'm just not having fun with the stealth in this one. Um, yeah, it helps a lot to go I'm invisible. Um, when I'm not using the invisible ability, I do find a, a bit more challenging to be sneaking around in that game. So sure. That's kind of that's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, this is not to bash that game. This is more of like for us sure. as a group. I think you and De- and I know Derek loves it. It's by far his favorite PlayStation exclusive of the year. Um, what what do you have as first? Dan is Returnal. I would say Returnal just overall is is the highest quality out of all of them. So I think we've got Returnal and Kana towards the top. Yeah. Jeff, how are you feeling about Solar Ash being number five? Is that is that hurting your heart? No, that's fine. That's what I expected, honestly. Okay. Uh, right. This is what compromise looks like, Dan. By the way. <laughs> hey, listen. I said um, so, I said one of these can go towards the bottom. I just think Returnal is definitely the strongest out of the two, yeah. between Deathloop and Returnal. So I agree. I, that's with that. Your I was, opinion can eat a D, though. No, uh, I agree so, with that, though. Returnal. Talking about buttholes. One second. Now you're talking about D's. Make up your mind, Jeff. <laughs> uh, I talk about what I want. That's my thing. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I will say. I will kind of second what you were saying about uh, Ratchet and Clank, where it's like, mm. 
I'm an adult man. What you know? That's why I resisted this series, like with the uh, the reboot or whatever you want to call it from 2016, and with this one until I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna power through. I'm just gonna power through, and I'm I'm freaking glad I did, man. Uh, you know what? There's a certain point in the story where like you're able to go to this hub, and it allows you to actually revisit certain planets, so you can you know get some more collectibles and stuff. And uh, there is a reward for getting those collectibles. I mean, you, getting those collectibles means you get better weapons. And I managed to buy all the weapons by the end of the game. And those guns are where the where the game shines. Like, I mean, um, uh, I can't point any of that for, for you because I beat this game in, like, the late summer. So my memory is not that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those guns are really fun. The melee is terrible. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. the melee is not nearly guns, as good as Solar Ash's melee, um, which is more focused on how fast you're moving and stuff like that. Um, right. But uh, but two different games, obviously. Um, but yeah, the, in terms of exploration, Solar Ash and Ratchet and Clank are very similar. Uh, where the areas are open, but they're not like this is too much or whatever. It's not. What do you think about Ratchet versus Deathloop? The placement of those two. Oh, I expected Deathloop to be above Rift Apart, and I'm not even. Same here, and I I'm do not even blinking about it. I'm we'll just give. Like, um, I get it. You know, we'll give Derek's vote some weight there to at least keep it above that because I do think he would yeah. rank Deathloop, and then I do think he loved Ratchet. By the way, he's finally playing that too. It's, really, it sounds like yeah. it is clicking for him. Like I, yeah. I was hoping it would because I feel like if people like really stick with it, power through, and get through yeah. like the first half of the game and stuff, it it just clicks at a, at a certain point, and you're just like, okay, well then I love this now. Kyle, like, what are you thinking about these five? Um, yeah, I mean, that order there actually is about probably how I would have it. Um, just did you play Ratchet or Solar Ash? You don't play either of those, right? I just, I, I didn't play Solar Ash. Uh, Ash, <laughs> Ash, I, uh, I got <laughs> you got it right, I, Solar Ash 80% <laughs> of the way through Ratchet. I just really, oh, really? sit down like one more time and play it. Yeah, okay, damn. Okay. Um, and you would put that and Deathloop kind of in the same bucket. I mean, I may put Ratchet over Deathloop because, like, Deathloop, I, I'm the same way with you, Tim. Like, I, I actually really, I was like, oh, I really get this and I really like this. But, like, when I sit down and get ready to play a game, like, this is so not the game that I want to go back to. <laughs> I yeah. hear you. This yeah. is like, this is for like, me, like, you guys, it's a mood game. Like, if I'm in the mood for, like, I don't, digging deep, I guess, into what a mystery is, uh, it's just, it's work. It's a lot of work. Dude, it, people it, talk it, about yeah, it being it feels a, like work to me. They, yeah. they, they say it's a lot, it's a smart game. And I get that. And I, I love <laughs> smart games. This to me is more of a game that also requires you to do a lot of work and rework and redo it again. And yeah. then re- a little bit better. Whereas, yeah. Returnal has the same aspect, but the thing is, I'm okay with revisiting it because the combat is so good. Well, yeah. and it, again, it feels arcadey. So like you, there yeah. is like, there is a give to it where you're like, oh, I'm really good at fighting this type of enemy now because this is my eighth time doing it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Whereas with Deathloop, it's kind of like sometimes you're like, okay, so I have to go to the Bay Area again and like, do what? But like, I don't definitely have do to have like, more control. open a drawer I haven't opened yet or whatever. Like, I don't know. It just there, there it just feels like the direction of of uh, Deathloop is not as clear as obviously yeah. the direction of Returnal, which Although is like Dan said, you're just kind of moving forward. Returnal you know? has a randomness yeah. to it that Deathloop doesn't, which I do appreciate that. Yeah. Or Deathloop, it's sure. as you learn it, it's it is locked a literal in. loop. Yeah. yeah, it's locked in place. And with Returnal, yeah. you can get a really unlucky roll of the map yeah. layout and weapons that yeah. come your way. And that's just too bad for you. Yeah, that's death true, because you can spend like a currency in, in Deathloop to essentially keep certain guns and, and mm-hmm. abilities and so on and so forth. Um, But I will say it bec- and because I had that like major glitch thing going on with Deathloop, like if you stop playing that game for a while, like it's it's super disorienting it. I um, yeah, I think I'm sure I is. think it is one of those games that you have to play straight through. Like you mm-hmm. kind of yeah. can't really like stop. Be your one and only. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So. All right. Well, I'm feeling pretty good about the order we have right now, where we have Solar Ash at five, Ratchet at four, Deathloop at three, Kana at two, and Returnal at one. And the reason I say I'm okay sure. with that is because I personally have Returnal at two, and it was pretty close. I that game is just surprisingly fun. Um, I do think it actually has some interesting narrative stuff that I didn't mm-hmm. uncover yet. I mm-hmm. feel like there's some interesting stuff there. And yeah. and you're right, man. The visuals are good. But when it comes down to it, it's all about how it plays. Like as a video game, it's one yeah. of the tops. Yeah. And um, I just think they... I it's think certainly they the it. one with the best combat on all of these, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then Kana, to me, excelled everywhere else. Even though the combat I thought was fun. It was fun, yeah. had some in, inconsistent difficulty spikes. You know, it had some some elements here there that I'm like, oh, man, a second pass or a, a sequel to this, I feel like will just launch this into the 90s on Metacritic. I just feel like it's yeah. that type of a potential. The best parallel, I think, in gaming right now between with as far as Kana is uh, Plague Tale, because Plague Tale started small, too. Mm, and I feel yeah. like that sequel is going to blow the hell up. And that that's kind of how I felt about Plague Tale when that came out, too. It was like, yeah. hey, this is a surprise. Boy, do I love it. It's really fun. But it's not perfect. Yeah. It's got some issues here and there um but that game still charted for me personally so that's the same with kana so sure yeah same here yeah all right i think that's where we're going to land on this final five unless one of you opposes and that is solar at first i first scoffed at the returnal being at the top but (laughs) that's the thing with listening during these episodes is like you're like oh yeah okay you're selling me on it now you guys feel more strongly about ratchet above death loop i mean i don't that's fine too No? no okay nah i don't um, Rat- uh, Ratchet is, I think Ratchet that loop, is, like, um, just I like it the most. I don't feel like, like playing it should diminish that it's actually a good game, you know? Yeah. And I'm right there with you, Kyle. That's exactly how I feel about it. It's like I, I try to express, like, hey, this game isn't working for me. I know it works for a lot of folks, and boy, is it creative and it's unique. I got to give it all of the props yeah. in the world for that stuff. Absolutely. And it's the same thing with Ratchet. It's like, man, these guns are creative. Boy, is this beautiful. Like, what a showcase mm. for your PS5. It just looks so stunning. Mm-hmm. Feeling, actually... feeling sand, like, blow in Returnal as it, like, blows, like, against, like, yeah. your... Okay. It's, a cool, it's, like, one of the coolest... It's, yeah, it's one it of the coolest insane. things, like, yeah, uh, cool. and with cool. the rumble feature, yeah. I love, I love how it feels uh, uh, when you're going from one uh, rift, I guess, to another. It's like yeah, a yeah, slight yeah, yeah. vibration. Ratchet. And you're like, what was that? Again, That's so cool. I feel like all these games have really good like rumble features. Like, yeah, just, like, especially really, Solar really, Ash really, too when really you're grinding it, and stuff because you know? there's a lot of skate skateboard type mechanics where you're grinding yeah. on uh, on p- pipes and stuff, and that that feels just so cool. Well, there you go. There's our top five: Solar Ash five, Ratchet and Clank, Deathloop at three, Cana Bridge of Spirits at two, and Returnal at one as our shared list of best PlayStation console exclusives. For 2021. So there you go. Listen, we uh, if we had time, and I think we are at time, so I'm going to call it. But if we had time, we were going to talk about stuff we're watching, playing, some headlines. We'll save all that. We'll see if any of that becomes big enough of a deal to carry over to next week. Some of it might not end up being worth diving into. But for the sake of our listeners, as well as myself, I feel my yeah. gas tank running on empty here. Wow. Uh, we will call it for this week. But thank you guys so much. This was a good one. This is fun. Next week. Oh, let me pull that up so we know what we're talking about for next week. Xbox. Um, it's, is it Xbox? Xbox. Be, right? Yeah, it's Xbox and best both best visuals categories. Spoilers, it's Forza. All right. <laughs> we did yeah, it, guys. Oh, we out, did guys. it, guys. <laughs> we did it. So yeah, Xbox visuals. That'll be that'll be fun. That'll be good. It's not a real um, video game. 
and then the week after that is our final when we talk about best overall game. So that'll be, and then also we kind of have an open category, like anything best of whatever that you want to highlight, something that we didn't talk about. You want to talk about the best, we didn't talk about best voice acting or best villain or whatever mm-hmm. you want to do, whatever you want to list as your favorites, you can do that then. Um, and then after that, we will get back to our normal show of covering news, what we're playing, and, and Jeff can tell us all the movies that we're missing because there's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot that we're missing. Yes. So. Right, I mean, thank you guys. is there, though? I don't know. This, not yet. Not this year. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Just I've started. already missed a lot. And, and then now that a new year came over, 2020 movies, they don't count. Screw they don't count movies. anymore. They don't count. We don't talk yeah, about yeah. them anymore. They if, only if you time. missed them, you missed them. Sorry, you That's, can't watch them. <laughs> sorry. The calendar makes that decision. We don't. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do that. All right, guys. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. See ya. And we're halfway there. <laughs>